It's what you'd expect. All right. Speaking of what you'd expect, we are on Ventura Boulevard in the Fox and Fox. Yes. AKA Woo! the Fox and Hounds, Studio City, uh, 7.30 p.m. And, uh, well, announce yourselves. Whoever's speaking right now, announce yourselves. We're going to be well, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm still here being the, uh, Max, the other host of the podcast. Could make I would, it. I would yeah. like to say that I am a uh, presence on this episode. I'm Risa, uh, the Jew girlfriend, in case you were wondering. Yeah, you're the one with Jew bash. I, yeah, I, I am here for the Jew bashing. They promised me dinner, so I'll take it all. Oh, was that a joke? Were you trying to Jew bash yourself just there? Yes. They promised me dinner? Yes. Didn't sell it. Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're just like Max. He'll look at me. I'll make a joke, and he'll just go, you're not funny. Well, I was about to take the piss out of you being like, huh, of course she's here for a free dinner. And I was like, oh, wait, is that what she's doing? I already made the joke, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm here mind. to make jokes about myself, so you can't make them for me. Okay, let's see how that yeah. goes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandon Slezak, the oft-mentioned Brandon, the half-autist. Yeah, well, I we found... did mention that. Yeah, we yeah. haven't mentioned that on the podcast yet, but you did the test and yeah, the suggestion, the and you're... A daywalker. I'm a daywalker. Just like I'm, I like to say I'm more of a daywalker than Max is by a few points, which is nice. <laughs> well, what do you mean by more of a daywalker? Are you more neurotypical or are you more neuroatypical? More neurodiverse. Neurodiverse. Neuro- I think neurodiverse. Was the, that's yeah, 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 that's him. So you're yeah. a little bit, but yeah, you have it in all the different ways than I have it, though. Yeah, so yeah, we like, have the same score by numbers, but if I recall, you like are the type of person who likes jumping over things. I like jumping over and stuff. likes following behind people and yep, yep, yep. likes rubbing your skin on cotton or. No, no, no. It was like rubbing your hands. Yeah. Uh, the sound of loud motorcycles frightens me innately. Yeah, and that was yeah. one of the ones we yeah, yeah. laughed at. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but it was funny. Like, what kind of, of idiot would be like that? That was actually Random. the one when I heard you guys. I was like, oh, shit, I got to take this test because motorcycles always get me and I feel stupid. But the apparently that's one, an oddest thing. So. The weirdest one that you said you related to was like feeling unsafe in safe places. We oh, didn't yeah. even understand what that one meant, but you were like, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, like if I'm in a place where it's like it's obviously safe. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to bust in at any point. It's going to be a whole hostage rape murder scenario. You were saying windows make you yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. There's lots of windows. Windows, yeah. That's why I know I won't like New York. It's just, uh, if yeah, there's too many windows that. above me, it's oh, dear. it's not good. There's too many things going to be happening in those windows. I don't like it. <laughs> Speaking right. of windows in New York, so I used to work on Wall Street, and... Um, don't, don't look at me like that, Max. I'm telling look a story. At the Jew used to work on Wall Street. Can Surprise. you imagine? I just put my mic down I used to work on Wall Street, bit, and it all. was an entirely male office, basically, except for me and, like, the receptionist. So, so anyways, it's, it's, like, my first week. The end of my first week, it's the afternoon. I'd say around 3 p.m., and all the guys get off their computers and go straight to the window. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck is happening? Like, we're still trading. What's going on? And so I follow them to the window, and apparently every day at, at that same time, there's a woman in the high rise across the way from, from where we were on Wall Street that would take off her clothes and clean naked. Clean the kid? Clean, clean naked. Oh, okay. Right. Ooh, How much better would it be? She, take off clean, she would take off her clothes and clean a child. Naked. And they were so stoked to watch that. All these Wall Street out, guys. And she wasn't naked, the kid was. She's like, yeah, that's when I found out I was working in a whole office floor full of pedophiles. Dude, when I. When I when the boss I was, was like, called Jeffrey? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when I was going around and meeting everyone. Uh, there was literally hardcore porn on one of the guy's computers and they didn't even try when I went to meet him and they didn't even try to like put it down. It was just like, there's just like moaning and he was like, oh, hey. This sounds like a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. 
But yeah, every day at like 3 p.m., this woman would like clean her house nude, and it, that was time to stop the trading. Apparently, I, I thought we lost millions of dollars just because this woman took her clothes off. <laughs> and, was, and, and women shouldn't be have money. Men can't even. They can't even That's fine. We, are, we can lose a little bit for our sexual depravity, yeah. Apparently, they were like plastered to the window. It was very odd. Well, if, if we weren't as perverted as we were, we wouldn't be trying to make money in the first place. Think about it. Did she have a million dollar body is actually what I'm curious about. It's like if, if we're losing millions of dollars, was it worth the millions of dollars? <laughs> because it, some, you know what? Fictional millions, not worth as much as you'd think. It's worth a look-see at some good titties. Maybe she was hired by one of the uh, competing firms. That would be hilarious. Yeah. They're like, all right, t- this <laughs> is the ho- Just set her up over there. <laughs> this is the, the highest trade during the day. Let's just get the man over. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll swoop in. Speak yeah. into the mic. Yeah. Oh, Max like is, is directing. Well, just because you're, <laughs> Max you're, is telling you're me what to do. Sli- I'm not trying to be rude, but like you're holding it down here and you're speaking up over it, like because I'm doing right now, actually, which is probably stupid of me. Because too. I, I feel like I, I don't want to hurt your, hold it, your no. the listeners' ears. Oh no, 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 don't no. I no. also add no. the sound if it's too like yeah, it's too yeah. loud. Oh, I'm just okay. trying to get it at roughly the right level. That's yeah. All. Just hold okay. it like a like that. Like this. Yeah. 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 Like this. No, no, no. Well, it doesn't matter. We'll fix it. Just speak roughly in the direction of the black thing. This thing? Yeah. This black thing? Yeah. I should put my mouth on it? The black thing? He's not amused, There's ladies a lot and gentlemen. Of banter going He's on. not Poor amused. Quality. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> David is amused. That's all I care about, Mr. Dickens. Yeah. That is oh, yeah. all I care about. Well, we should. Uh, do we mention you by name? You all right with that? Or just Dave? We'll just call him Squirrel Fuck. Yeah, we'll just Dave. call him Squirrel Dave. Yeah. Oh, if they call you that at work, then we won't use that. <laughs> They'll know exactly who the Dave is. Uh, Everyone knows Squirrel Well, we, we, have a, we have a lurker as well who doesn't have a mic right now, but you may hear from him later. Yeah, we'll get him hopped right. up on coffee, see what he's got. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. You're on coffee and water. What's that all about? Um, I'm just getting psyched up for the uh, poor quality podcast. You know? uh, by the time that you're <laughs> psyched, you go, it'll guys. be over. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks. <laughs> yeah, all right. David Dickens, we're here, we're having fun. <laughs> I, I thought we were doing like a four-hour marathon. I thought this is like, you know. We're just going to have the mics on as long as we're here. Yeah, that's what I Smart. figure. Yeah, there'll be, be some heavy editing on this one, but it'll be a, it's a special episode. First of all, it's our big 18th episode. Whoa. No, uh, it isn't. What is it? <laughs> this is officially going to be our 20th. Are you serious? Yeah. Ooh. That's a milestone, baby. That's a, that milestone. Is a milestone. That's a milestone. It's our yeah. 20th episode. It's Sean's 29th birthday. And we're celebrating his 30th, as yeah. we already yeah. established. <laughs> you know, the, the bit I was going to pitch was, uh, tell me if you like this joke. Uh, you know, we were asked, Sean was asking if the titties were worth a million dollars that they were spying on across the street. I was thinking... You know, instead of since it's all invisible money, I'm sorry. Brandon was saying that. Yeah, yeah. If, if uh, look, if we're gonna give people credit yeah. for jokes during this, don't. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yes. It's confusing enough. Sorry. There's there's three well, white guys the, sitting at this table. It's like me like, oh, who's who? Here's well, the, there's the British guy, so it's a little easier. But here's yeah, the, the bit. Here was the here's the bit I was gonna pitch. Tell me if you like this one, fellas. Uh, the um, you know how uh, money, like uh, hypothetical money, has to be backed by the gold standard. What if there was a titty standard? <laughs> It took you a while to come up with that. <laughs> no, I had it. It just took me a while to get it out. He's and like, wait, uh, wait, wait. 
I'm going to ignore everything else they say. I'm going to ignore them talking to David. I'm still thinking of my You can see him know, calculating it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, I'm going to have you cut that out because I was a little bit more blue than I usually like to go. That's enough. That is a weird thing about Max. Like, you, if you're friends with Max, you can talk to him about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can get pretty in there. And then on the podcast, he suddenly becomes like, yeah. you know, he won't work blue. Yeah, he doesn't like to True. anyway. I don't like to. Yeah, you got very uncomfortable talking he's, about bulls. He's from like Northern California though. That's, what, that's how they do it up there. They, they like, like to pretend they're Californians, but really they hate Mexicans and blacks like the rest of them. That's yeah. what, what mm-hmm. the hell? No, that's the opposite <laughs> wow. of what's true. We're all Mexican up there. Max was saying that his entire high school was Mexican, yeah. and it's true. Whenever he shows me pictures from like that girls now, that he's still creepily following now, from his high school, I will say himself I, as Mexican. I will say <laughs> I only Mexican, had I pretty much oh, only good. had one black friend in like my post high school years, and I will say she may have been the only one, uh, the only black person in the town. So I can't tout too much diversity, but it was very Mexican, white, and Southeast Asian. All right. We're doing a food delivery. Let's um, do a little. Yeah. All right. So Risa just got her food, and she has a deadly, a deathly fish allergy, right? Very, very severe fish and seafood allergy. If it, and it's not, and it extends to like reptiles too. If it comes in the water, if it like lives in the water, I can't have it. Okay. I ate alligator and yet you're eating well. something which may or may not have fish sauce in it. So we could be, this could get like, this could become a very interesting podcast. I live on the edge, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Honestly, my reaction is so immediate that touching this to my tongue, I would know if, I, if there's fish in it. Oh, can, okay. you, um, can you eat otter? You otter? Know, otter meat, really, yeah, yeah. That's a Does really good question. I always wondered, like, I was always kind of curious to see if I could try, like, whale or dolphin or something just to see if if I would have a reaction. I mean, so I don't have a reaction to seaweed, but my body gets confused. It's like fish, question mark? But I can eat it. Just be honest. You ate an otter. You Max. killed it with your bare hands and you ate it. Well, how else do you Would kill you actually, is that, even, is that even immoral? They're not endangered. Otters? Is it immoral yeah. to kill an otter? Well, it is to, like, bash it to death. and No, but just, like, if it was, like, look, in this country, we eat otters for meat. We hunt them. That's what we serve here. Like guinea pigs in Peru or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put it on a spit because it's They're a not lean endangered. Animal. They're not And it would look good on a spit. That's the thing about otters. They would look so good on a spit. <laughs> wow. Just... Think about how cute they are, right? You love the internet videos, yeah. but you got them on a spit. It's yeah. crackling over the fire. It looks yeah. tasty. Yeah. And you're like, God damn, that's the most adorable meal I've ever had. Right. Because at the yeah, end of the... Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Get the food. Go over there. Get in the bullpen. You get in the bullpen. That's that's for players only. <laughs> we're uh, we're kicking Risa out. Yeah, sorry. You guys let me onto this fucking podcast for 10 minutes, and I'm already directing shit. I'm sorry. Well, let, no, let, let's... Let's make it clear to everyone. We've we've set up, we've cornered an entire like alleyway in the Fox and Hounds outside, right? It's we've two created, tables. <laughs> we've created two tables, and uh, we have a banter and memes table where the people who aren't holding a mic sit, and they must stay. Unfortunately, Risa just uh, got some food, and I won't allow eating on the podcast. So we're pushing her over there, and we're bringing in uh, David Dickens. D Dick. Okay, David the Dickens. Ringer. David Dickens. Yeah. I'm in there. D Nuts. Putting Dickens. it all on the line for the poor quality Ooh. podcast. Fuck yeah. You can find me online. I'm out there. This is kind of a beautiful moment. Our two listeners yes. joining <laughs> From the hey, get. I wish we're Robert were here. Got to support. I know. You guys, it seemed like you guys had enough Robert content last time. Yeah. Yeah, you. but did he turn up? No. Did he no. fuck? Did he fuck? So obviously that now makes you our biggest, yeah, yeah biggest yeah. fans. Totally. I think the people who are here must we be. We care the most. It's what it is. It's we just care the most 
about you, about poor quality. And, and you live the closest. And I and I live down the street. That's also. Actually, then again, Risa doesn't listen to the podcast. Why is she here? She really doesn't. And um, I think what it is is that she's been dying to be on it. No, every episode, she's like Lucille Ball. She's like asking me to put her in the show. Wow, Ricky, that's not true. So, so Max, the the other day, I was like yesterday. Literally, was like why don't you listen to the podcast? And I was like, there's really, I'm talking to you almost all the time. And when I'm not talking to you on the phone, I'm seeing you. There's really only so much of your voice that I can handle. Right. It's just, it's just too much max. You yeah. see what my wife said was she was like, I really like leaving the house and then putting your podcast on. Cause it's like, I'm taking you with me. Oh, see your wife actually loves you. Right. <laughs> and therein lies the Ouch. great contrast. That's why I'm here. I'm here to love Max. There we go. Yeah, his and his voice. Love him. I, David's here. I, Even yeah, I begrudgingly I'm here to love obsess. him. <laughs> I obsess over this guy. I do sometimes think, I mean, like, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is, for people who don't know already, this is going to be really hard to tell our four voices apart. I think we all got pretty similar voices I here. don't think so at all. I, I like to Am hope wrong? that my voice is just nerd fuck sounding enough that it's like, you got that. You got yeah. the British dude. You got your voice. And then David's just... Throwing a whole lot of hot fire. Yeah, you can tell, David. I mean, why don't we both do like a, a sentence just to clarify who we are? The quick I'm Sean Adams. I'm David Dickens. I was going to pitch the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. No, that's, that's my not. favorite sentence. That's Max. I'm Sean Adams. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you try and figure it out. I mean, I could do it in surround sound, I guess. You know, like oh wow. You Can you mix the surround sound? Four of us that'd laughing at the same time. The subwoofer would sound, sound ghoulish. Yeah, that'd be funny. You know what I wanted to? T- know what I would talk to you about right now, even if I wasn't doing this? Tell me. Is that I officially killed Squirrel Thirty? And oh. I banged it. Yeah. That was I the final shot bang. My future year. I was going to plan. I'm about to turn 30. Wait, is oh, that shit, what that text right. you sent me that said banged that squirrel dead meant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, David will just send me a text with not a ton of context. <laughs> and this one was banged that squirrel dead. So that's what that means. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but. I think starting. I don't know who started it between you two, but you name your years, right? It, it was. I think mine was the first year that got named, but it started as like a conversational haha, like most of our ideas and hahas. Okay, yeah. So they have a thing where, for instance, if you turn twenty-seven, you name that year. So what was your twenty-seven? Uh, twenty-seven was fuck. Twenty-seven was, was prove it. No, twenty-seven oh, prove was prove it. it. I was proving it to everybody and myself. Prove it 27. And then you're 29 now. What's, I am. 20, what's 29? It's bang 29. Bang 29. Yeah. yeah. How'd that go for you? Well, it's very interesting. Okay. I think the big lesson that I've taken away from it so far is you can't get your bang if you don't pull the trigger. So that means... <laughs> for, for instance... That's some wisdom there. It is. It's, there's, it's, uh, it's built in. Um, so give us an example of a time where well I did just go to Vegas okay for uh, on a whim that's kind of a bang moment but then I have like a lot of his eyes just lit up (laughs) he's like Vegas yeah Vegas (laughs) I can talk about Vegas oh it's amazing yeah Um, go ahead well I don't know there's a lot of how far I don't know I've done a lot of uh, bigger things this year like the best shows I've done David's like me. He's very careful about what he says into a microphone. (laughs) I'm like, because I'm like, oh, man, how far? No, fair enough. 
I mean, uh, you just can pretend say like the whatever you want. I just want to clarify that bang doesn't mean having sex. That's bang is well, just, does as well. Bang is yeah. just the sound effect of like doing know, something yeah. surprising. It's, it's the sound effect of having sex as well. Right. Is it the sound? It can also be that when I do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just yeah. bang. I would just whisper it right in their ear. <laughs> Um, All right, but no, no specific examples of a time where you well, did. Well, I think you, it would get. What, I don't know. I what feel about like an example of a time where you didn't pull the trigger? Right, didn't pull the trigger, so you didn't get your bang. On the spot, David. Matt and David are looking at each other as if they nearly fucked. Should we talk about that time where I you know. didn't have the condom? It's when, <laughs> it's when Max wrapped his arms around me and then. Well, he didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't follow through. Yeah. All right, and and you're you just turned into twenty nine, and your twenty nine yeah. is shameless. Shameless twenty nine. I'm shameless learning how 29. to get just. I'm dropping, dropping the end of adolescence, that official end. And I'm learning how not to really <laughs> care, man. <laughs> I'm learning. I finally got my ball hair, dude. I did it. <laughs> it's red and quaffy, man. It's nice. <laughs> He shows it to everybody now. Everybody yeah, that man. I can. That's Brandon's thing. It's a, it started with a tuck as a pastor, and now it's it's for the gods. That's now the thing. You never appeared nude, and then suddenly you did. Was that because you got the bull hair? The adolescence finished? That's what it was. That and the Holocaust documentary is totally, yeah. Okay. The Holocaust documentary. No, seriously, that's what it was. It was Blood Alley 3 at Zombie Joe's Underground. Uh-huh. I, was, I was being kind of a pussy. I didn't want to jump in because I was scared. But uh, the first rehearsal, I happened to be watching Holocaust documentaries, and uh, I realized we're all just meat behind barbed wire. So I just figured, fuck it, let's show some dong, let's scare some people. <laughs> Committed a couple fake rapes. Yeah. And, uh, that was that a rape-heavy show. Had that many was committed heavy, uh, on you as well. What's that? Had many committed on you as well. In that show? Oh, not in three? I don't think so. No, 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 no. I, that was uh, That was Christmas. Uh, I was I was a Santa Claus ringing the bell for the Salvation Army, and I got railroaded by uh, three very tough biker women. Right. If for whatever reason someone listening That's to this right. doesn't understand what the fuck we're talking about, Brandon's an actor, like well, a performer, as well as a writer director in unusual theater shows. Yeah, yeah. So when we're talking about him raping people or getting raped, it's not. Well, no, he said fictional. Oh yeah, okay, it's fictional. Yeah, yeah, no. It's uh, it's, it's staged. Fictional. It's fake, fake rapes. Fake rapes. It's it's all for the it's all for the entertainment. Uh, you know, you'd be surprised what people are entertained by, but they keep buying tickets and keep coming back. Yeah, and that's all you need. Yeah, yeah, crowd favorites. All right, but shameless. been a long road. It's been a long road to get here to shameless twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, so so now I'm shameless. Now I'm now, truly shameless. Just now we're getting right. shameless. Yeah, yeah. Before if you've seen what you, this guy, I've walked into rooms <laughs> where this guy's <laughs> got his shameless. Yeah, got his dick in his hand. And he's just yanking away at it. That's true. But yeah, like, I've I mean, walked also, into that's rooms. That's the thing. It's like if and can, now we're getting shameless. Well, now yeah, you turned shameless. Uh, what two weeks ago or something? And then about, yeah, yeah, about two weeks ago in the year preceding that. I went to a show where I had to pull a, an egg out of your actual anus. Yeah, for Easter. No, for Easter. it was not. Yeah. It, was, it was between the cheeks. It was, it dude. It was pretty fun. It was lodged. This guy's to be got a fair, booty. It was tickling bunghole. Goodness me. It was That's deep why in they there. give you a rubber glove to do it. This yeah. is why we do it, Max, so we can talk about it later. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly Max, we do these shows that yeah. only a handful yeah. of people get yeah. to see, but then we get to live with the oh, memories. I'm too genteel for this. Max is, uh, Max is heavily is regretting having shit? more people on this podcast. I can see it in his face. <laughs> He's been like, in these shows, and you're like, oh, well, I can't talk about this. Yeah. No, but originally what, what I, was, I was trying to figure out what I'm... I've 
a very short window to figure out what the next year is. Yeah, because you can't because it was going to be Squirrel Thirty, and you canceled. Yeah, that. I was going to try Squirrel? to. I was just going to decide everything. Squirrel. Like like squirrels? Yeah. Like the animal. Like the animal? Yeah. <laughs> whether that means okay. Whether that I don't means know what that means. Me. Well, well, well. Uh, my wife just walked in. Hello. Whether whether squirrel means uh, no? no, that's the eating and banter and memes table. Yeah, Lisa this is, the- is relegated to there for, for now. You're in the bullpen, hot but stuff. Hey, I, I need to get another drink, so would you take over for me for a sec? All right. Hold up. Oh, no. We're losing the moderator. Hello, everyone. So what it means... Well, we don't really know what Squirrel 30 would have meant. We would have found out. It would have been like a revelation. Why did you cut it, Squirrel 30? How about that? Why don't well, you tell me what cut? Because well, the reason let's, why... Let's all hang on real quick. As the only remaining host of this, of this, I just want to in, acknowledge the fact that Sean just left and we've introduced a new person in his place. Rachel, the whole Adams, is Hello. back at it. Oh, everyone's Hi, favorite hole. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm jumping in. What's yes. everyone bantering about? So we're talking about how David and Brandon name their years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's supposed to be kind of the legacy of oh, the year. Right. And, and how yeah. you, you have to kind of fulfill that that name. So I just had Shameless 29, which I'm going to be living and am living, including being here f- with you good people. And then yeah. talking about what was going to be Squirrel 30, but is no longer Squirrel 30. Okay, what is it For a it mysterious now? reason, yeah. Well, we're trying to figure that out. By the way, uh, Shameless short- Twenty Nine was very fun, and I had a great time at your party. You did, and you, you and might I say, the Adamses they um, they brought me a fantastic, lush gift basket, and I've used their soaps, and I smell better because of it. And I <laughs> want to say Ooh, officially, Rachel, was it the Whole Foods soap we always talk about? No, no, oh, okay. this is actually from Lush. From Lush, oh, and, okay. and what inspired that was mm-hmm. the wedding gift that you and Sabrina gave us was Lush products. Yes, it was. And when I was contemplating, uh, oh, what should we get, Brandon? I'm like, I don't know. They got us Lush, so I think he might like Lush. And Sean was a little hesitant, and he was like, oh, I don't know, but I'm glad. It felt like just giving the same gift back because you got us Lush stuff for our wedding. Yeah. So it was kind of like, well, why don't we just each buy our own? No, I felt like I, I hit the nail on I the head. I liked it. I it's I liked it. You know, it's soaps are better when a, someone else buys them for you. There's something a little. There's some about more luxury. Would you agree, Max? Um. Yes. Yeah. I don't enjoy buying my own soap. That's for sure. I get. I get no enjoyment out of buying my own soap. I like. I like getting it as a gift. For sure. So are you saying that? Although honestly, I do. You know what I love? Even though I never do it, I love cracking into a fresh bar of soap. And you know what I really love? I love. Uh, I love getting a big box of like Irish Spring. Or some kind of cheap soap, and I'm just like, look, I just like, I like having a bounty of something, and I'm not very Max affluent. with Max with his Irish <laughs> Irish Spring. It's like Kraft yeah. macaroni and cheese. We, yeah. We're just right well, there with each Irish other Spring right is now. great soap. It doesn't make you feel waxy like other soaps do. Oh, oh right, right here. All right, s- someone's leaving. Yeah, Max is leaving. Max is leaving. Yeah, Max is. Uh, he's gonna, got his. He's got his steak. Join the banter and memes and table. All right, I'm going to the banter and memes and, table oh, to eat. No, Someone else can tag in. Oh my god! Look at that. All right. We've only been recording for 24 minutes. Yeah. 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 Wow. Time goes slow. It's when the you're... hottest 24 seconds of your life, baby. <laughs> seconds, minutes. We should name each minute of this podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah. Instead of years, we'll just have... What minute are we on? Well, we're on 24. Well, and we were just... We, we were picking back up where Sean is now back and taking over. Sean's back. Brandon, we, we tapped into your shameless 29, and now mm-hmm. we're trying to contemplate why we lost Squirrel 30. Yeah, right? why did we lose right, Squirrel 30? All right, the reason why is because I just wanted to know how many times squirrels have sex in a year. What? And they okay. have two seasons of banging it out. And that just like didn't sound fun for me. I didn't want to put a curse on myself <laughs> where there's like two stretches in the year where I'm just like really getting after it. Oh yeah. And then the rest of the year just frustrated and But yeah. where did it, squirrel come from in the first place? I don't know. Like I actually forgot. You know they're my favorite animal. Is that why? Is that why, David? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't. If, if he kind of looks like a squirrel, just a little. Like if I was to pick an animal for you, I was growing into it. <laughs> you were getting ready. I was getting ready for. I was <laughs> Your DNA was changing. Up. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's it? So now, how long have you got? When's your birthday? Till the 18th. 18th of September. All right, you got a little while. What? Uh, well, let's figure that out. What will it be? It's 30. It's a big one. Yeah, I don't know. You're turning 30. Yeah. Welcome. It's a good time. It I made it. I'm making who knew? Well, not, not yet. Give yourself time. There's two weeks. It's a lot. Could weeks, go man. wrong. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot has gone wrong in so, just the yeah. month of August. <laughs> I wish I like, had the mind of my 30s and the body of my 20s. Oh yeah, we should mention that the the females here are actually significantly older than any of the males. We like young men. I yeah. guess we can't help it. How old are you? What are you two doing? I'm your age. Yikes! Yeah. Turning 34. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Your birthday. October when's yours? Okay, so I'm a little older than you. When? I'm September 10th. You're older than me by like a month and two days. You know what? A lot happens in a month, especially in my life, so. Damn it. I'm going to call you Mommy Rachel. Yeah. A lot could go wrong. Here, Rachel, switch me. All right. Tagging Rachel in full time for a sec. I'm back, guys. We are fully half female now. Thank you for joining us, Rachel. Happy to be here. This is like fair representation now on this This podcast. There are two holes. Two holes. Two holes. Two so if they holes. got rid of one, at least there's another one to play with. Oh, <laughs> All right, David's just ordered the Jameson. Now we're kicking into gear. I'm just trying to, yeah. You started off with coffee and water. I was worried that that was like a, no, I'm you in. know, one of those things. I'm in here. Hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, well. All right, now it's just me and the ladies. All right. Well, Shine. Here so we are. what do you want to talk about? Like periods or? Your birthday. Two holes. Two holes. Okay. One, two holes, one Sean. Two holes, one Brit. <laughs> All right. What are you um, doing for your birthday? Is this it? No, is this your birthday present? Uh, I mean, I'm going out to uh, fuck up the channel tomorrow. That's like a family thing. I got twin sisters, so. Which one? Oh, uh, which fuck up the channel? Uh, the one in Beverly Hills, I think. I had a really bad experience there. Oh, really? They get fish. Re- it was restaurant. No, yeah, they tried to kill me. It was restaurant week, and I just feel like maybe they they just weren't on their best behavior. What do they do? Like, we. We got like three servings of meat in the entire evening. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah. And it was it was all mediocre at best. No, I mean they uh, they go mental for the meat over there. It's maybe maybe they were just like because it, it literally is it's like the best deal on restaurant week. So we have a Brandon <laughs> choking it having up. Having some trouble over there. All right. Brandon's sucking down every <laughs> what are you smoking, Brandon? Drop of his. Oh is, this, oh, is this your stuff? It tastes really good. Bring it on over. 
All right, we're introducing illegal drugs into the podcast now. These are legal in California, but federally, I'm going to get fucking deported. Funny about that, I have a little story. On the way here, I stopped at a smoke shop to pick up some more jewel pods for Sean. And I walked in, and it's a beautiful smoke shop. Like, I walked in, and I was like, ooh, this looks like one of those fancy dispensaries that are popping up. But it's not a dispensary. They just sell jewel pods and cigarettes and all of that. And I tell the guy as soon as I walk in, I'm like, hey, this is a really nice place you have here. And he's like, thank you. He gets the jewel pods, and he goes, by the way, if there's anything that I don't sell here that you need, let me know. Oh. And then he gives me his card, and I go, I wink at him. I'm like, okay, so heroin, cocaine, opium. He goes, no, 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 no. I didn't mean that. I meant marijuana. I'm like, oh, okay, I just want to make sure I'm sending the right people to you. He <laughs> thought that was funny. But why but, would someone illicitly buy marijuana when they can walk straight into a dispensary? It's a lot cheaper. I, it's probably, you know, black market a lot cheaper because yeah. of the lack of taxes. But I just thought it was hilarious that... But, uh, but one of the things I like about legal marijuana, like... I'm not someone that really breaks the law very much, but I smoke a lot of weed. I don't believe I, that. That you, I don't break the law very much? Yeah, you look, you look tr- like trouble. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Look that like is trouble. the hottest thing any girl has ever said to We're me. We're fucking <laughs> flirting. You know, that was trouble. not supposed to be a flirting Thank thing. You, I was just saying, you don't have a face that looks like you don't get in Everyone assumes trouble. that Rachel's flirting. I'm Every not. girl assumes that Rachel's flirting well, with them because so she hot, it's hard. Anything used she to be says. gay. But or is gay, is kind hot. of. I mean, well, thank you, <laughs> but like, I'm really not flirting. I was just saying, you look like trouble. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I gotta say, I, I kind of want Max back. I what? mean, if <laughs> hold on, if I was a dude and I said, oh, I don't believe that. You kind of look like trouble. Would it have yes. had the feeling of flirting? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's not just me. It's just what I said. But also, a guy then again wouldn't say that. Oh, you look like trouble. <laughs> Well, I did not mean it in a flirting way. I meant it in a way that you don't look totally innocent. I am not completely innocent. But I I try, I don't know, I I have, like, guilt issues. I'm Jewish. Oh. Um, And I hated not knowing where where my weed came from. Like, I hated thinking that there were, like, Mexican cartels killing small children for the weed that I had. So it wasn't the fear of, like, it being laced with PCP and your arms start turning into snakes. No, no. Another PCP story for another take, time. But, but. but no, no. It was, <laughs> um, no, it was, it was that these people who are obviously terrible people were supplying me with my marijuana. Now I know where it comes from, hip, hipster farms, and I'm cool with that. I'm willing to pay the extra price to know that, like, no children died in this making of marijuana. Okay. All right. I don't know if children are dying from marijuana farms, but... Well, no, like, they're the cartel people who, like, also own heroin farms. and Dying of lung cancer. Smoke that weed. Two girls, one American, one Brit (laughs) is back. Yeah. I'm just sorry. I'm just editing my head. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. Rachel and Reese are talking to each other. Cut that out. Start your own podcast. So when's your menstrual cycle? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I haven't learned how to use this thing probably yet, but I know you can mark time codes (laughs) for what to leave. So as as soon as Reese starts talking about being Jewish, I'll be like, and boop. I'm allowed to say it. No, I know, but But uh, it will encourage me to say stuff that will get me canceled. <laughs> when you remind me, I'm like, oh yeah, she's Jewish. Right. I feel All like right, it was only like two episodes ago that you guys were on kind of a Jewish thing. Yeah, it always comes up. The biggest episode, Max went on like a tirade about <laughs> about how I refuse to pay full price for anything, which is true. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm just uh, hoping these boys eat quickly. <laughs> 
Sean feels lonely over I do here. Feel lonely. He feels you lonely without his, can we get back, his buddy. Should we get back to the watching, squirrel talk? Because you're I mean, watching Brandon. Will that make I know. Will it make you happy if we got back to the squirrel talk? Well, really. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to know more about that. Let's, so let's I have, hear about that. How many people named their year Squirrel 20? Uh, it was 30. Squirrel 30. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how we really arrived at it. I was looking forward to it for a little while, and then I lost. Uh, you know, just had to die. Hold on, did you do your research about squirrels, though? About Not all really. their humping? No. But no, you gonna... did. You said that you found out there were two mating seasons. Well, that's about as far as I went. What did you, before what did I you gave type into Google for that? I, uh, I think I did squirrel mating habits. <laughs> I, I would really love someone that didn't know you. Look through your Google search history. Do you think that'd be the weirdest thing that they found? On me? Yeah, if no, we look through no. your Google search histories, would squirrel mating habits be the oddest? No, it? I think I'm not really that weird on the internet. Not like Just these in guys. Person. You do have to be careful what you search. The for most nowadays. charming thing about the poor quality podcast is that these guys, these guys are willing to go to the fringe. They're willing to do all the weird internet searches I don't do. And then I can come and listen to you talk about it. Because I had no idea what MGTOW was. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> or any of that Just weird wait, cannibal thing. Just you five I, years, you're going to see them in public. I oh, rest my rad. case. There are a lot them. of things no. that they talk about that we don't really hear no, about or have knowledge like, about. by choice off the grid. As far as that kind of stuff I'm goes. a little bit off the grid. Yeah, yeah. Like, he'll admit that. Whereas you're just like, nobody knows this stuff. Well, uh, I think I'm just naturally off the grid. Yeah, you're not off the grid. Like, nobody knows anything. Not intentionally. Yeah. I'm just naturally kind of off the grid. Yeah, Nutmeg Town is well known, and they all continue to become more well known. Just you wait. They're coming. They're probably here already. Yeah, well, I think there's interesting stories Well, that was just so interesting. In there, because I, cause I would have never, yeah, I would have never known that, and it was super enter- like just hearing you guys talk about. And now it you found really your new cult to <laughs> get involved mm-hmm. in. You're a little you bit go your own way, David. You go you're a little way? bit Mugtai yourself. Me? Yeah. You tend to askew relationships for the most part. We have a couple of exceptions. Wait, but don't Mugtai guys not fuck women, or do they? They just go. There, their own there way? are two schools of thought. They, some of them do. Some of them love it but they're pissed off at everything that comes with it. So they either turn to prostitutes or uh. Tinder, but if they go on Tinder... I, okay, I don't do either of those things. <laughs> if they go on Tinder, usually they complain about yeah, it like, later. I don't do that. Stop bragging, David. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, it's, All right. it's the most mesmerizing thing ever. And also, look at this. Who is this? Mr. The juicer. Ian Heath. Ian Heath. Acclaimed actor, Mr. Ian Heath. Uh, by me, for one. And by me, me as well. well. I don't mind telling you. And me as mm. well. By at least three of us here. Brandon, he's not such a fan, he said. Oh, no, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a lifelong fan. I'm dedicated. <laughs> we should get Ian on that. If only. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, take if, my mic. If, no, no, take my Oh, if only someone would me. steal my beard and my identity, that'd be great. That's correct. Introduce yourself for the people uh, for the people at home. Hi, people at home. You can't see me grinning widely at you, but my name's Ian Heath. It's lovely to see each and every one of you, even if it's only through my mind's eye. It's a delight. It's like you've been waiting for this moment. Oh, oh, absolutely. You're I'm like, really to all the listeners out there. <laughs> and immediately assume the persona. Hello. If, if you guys if you guys have never heard of Mr. Ian Heath, let me let me tell you. He is a performative legend 
in the Los Angeles theater community. Man does things you couldn't believe, and he's shocked and awed and entertained audiences uh, in many top-notch productions across the entirety of the city. Most recently, uh, assuming the role of, uh, what's the character's name, Algernon Moncrief? Is that correct? In The Importance of Being Earnest. Which I was not able to see, but I wanted to. I was going to say, did you, did you no, somehow sneak into the I'm audience sorry. without me seeing you? You're pretty notable. I, I wanted to see it. That's why I know, because I looked it up, but I, I wasn't able to go, unfortunately. But I wanted to. How'd it Who, go? I went well. Uh, we, we had over 30 people there at one point. Wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, packing the house. <laughs> sorry, at one time, not, not including yeah, the actors? Actually, there was one day where we had a full 30 people. And oh, my them goodness. And like drunken Brits. Who really, really like Oscar Wilde? Uh-huh. So you have a whole bunch of. Did you drunk- do the play in a British accent? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, oh, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> it's, oh, it's painful. It's painful. Oh, I that's like it. That's a- cartoonish. <laughs> it's some algodon, yeah. Also, I had bread and butter stuffed into my mouth the entire time. Oh, I see. I can see ah. it already. Yeah, you're you're a good fit for that role, honestly. And I love that play. Uh, that's one of that's one of my top that's one of my top plays I would say that the I wrote. It, as far as <laughs> the wrote, plays that yeah, I wrote, that's, amongst, that's chief amongst my proudest accomplishments. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he would be a lovely Oscar Wilde. Oh yeah, what do you mean? Just because of my curly hair? The oh, hair yeah. and uh-huh. just the face. Yeah. yeah. Maybe can we put you in a cravat? I would love a cravat. I have yeah, a in the car. I, you sure. know what? I fully believe that you have a few cravats <laughs> in the car, my friend. <laughs> I've never believed he anything more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a wonder of cravats. Yeah. Is Algernon the one who has the invalid cousin? Yes. Pretends to, pretends to have the invalid. Right, right, right. Well, but the it's one not who's a always cousin, it's uh it's just a friend. Oh, okay. It's uh John, who has the brother who is earnest, right? But right. no one is earnest except for John ends up being earnest. Absolutely. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Making sure you got all that at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just want, I just, I, uh, I always liked it because I always liked the word invalid. I thought that was a fun term for someone who's like, you know, old timey sick and can't go anywhere. <laughs> it's true. You don't use that anymore, huh? No, You're it's... not like, that's an invalid. Yeah, like is you the, don't have. Is the character supposed to be an invalid in the play? I thought it was more like a kind of a ne'er do well, his made up cousin. Uh, no, he, the made-up brother is a ne'er-do-well. The made-up friend is an invalid, <laughs> a perfectly invaluable invalid. And when you have to say that two times in a row, you in lose your In a weird mind. British accent. Oh, oh yeah. And that, ro- and that non-rhotic speech, is that, what it's, is that the uh, linguistic term? It's non-rhotic. Max. What is it? Non-rhotic. I don't know rhotic. what that means. It's like uh, like if you were taking a, like a, like a dialect coaching session, there's like rhotic and non-rhotic speech. Mm. And I think... British speech is like non-rhotic. What does rhotic mean? Um, I think it has to, it has to do with how sound comes out of your mouth, like the way like the 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 shape your mouth forms as you say and intonate certain consonants and vowels. Hmm. I'll check my notes about this and I'll get back to you. <laughs> no, because yeah, I think it's. Could you fax me your notes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get I will back refer and to my extensive notes on the subject. For episode 21, I'll get back to you and cool. we can go over this again. I feel like, I do feel like this is Brandon's big audition. I feel like he's a little bit angling <laughs> on this one to just kind of show like, yeah, you know what? I'd be good. I'd yeah, be I'm a good fun. host. Is, is this his first time here? Yes, it is. This is Shameless 29, guys. I'm jumping wow. in and I'm here to stay, bitch. 
Shameless 29. I ain't got no shame. Yeah. Like the settlers of Maryland, go in, kick out all the Catholics, and name yourself Brandon of the Isle. Wow. It, that exact... That, I get... Yep, that exactly. Yeah, there, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> that old touchstone. That's your obscure, uh, his obscure historical facts in British accents. There we are. I love it. All right. Here's the real question on the table. Ian, why are you here? The immersive question. Rachel invited me. Oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. And, and, and I love Sean, so that helps. I mean, we're not, not that we're not happy to see you, because we are. I just didn't no, expect you. No, I just kind of came swanning in, even oh, the birthday boy was caught off guard, so. Give me one second. Honestly, it's what I live for. That's fun. That's okay. Which reminds me, I love that you can turn anything into a verb in the English language. Can Try you, it. You came swanning you, in. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, loved yeah. it. I think it's, no, I think that's actually, I was talking to somebody about this recently. I think it's why the English language is like, it's, I think it's the best right. language, man. I, it's like, it's you think we things. won because we can turn anything into a verb? Well, well yeah. I, it's a language of context. It's a free language where anything can mean anything at any time based on the context that surrounds it and the intonation of it. Other languages are very rigid. Very That's rigid why languages. Easier to learn. Yeah, yeah. English is so hard to learn. Well, it is, I guess. There's it's, just so many rules cool. that, are, that are only rules. I, I love that Max is leaving when we have the English. But the thing is, there are no rules. Of a language, anyone? I learned, uh, I, I spoke German very well for a while. Oh, yeah? I did. I did for a while. I was German club president, honors German classes, did it all. And do you speak uh, Hebrew? No. You didn't no. learn? Didn't you have to do that a little bit? Are you just because I'm Jewish? Yes. Well, no, like your bat mitzvah, right? Didn't you have to do like... I'm culturally Jewish. I have no belief in the religion and declined being bat mitzvah because I didn't understand that that meant money from other people. Hell, I will do anything for money from other people. Baptize me, bat mitzvah me, I don't fucking care. Anyway. <laughs> Baptize you, you have to give money to them. That's <laughs> oh, part of the oh, church. Oh, see, they have it right. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah um, they're smart. <laughs> uh, no, I'm fluent in French, actually. Uh, my oh, mom's really? a French teacher. Oh, okay. So I grew up speaking French. I've, spent, I've lived in France for a little while. What? Je parle français, un peu. Oh, oui? Oh, oui? Tu parles français? Oui, un peu. What do you think, un peu? Un peu. Un petit peu. Un petit peu. Sorry. Oh my god, it is so hard. <laughs> I enunciate right, right It is so hard to listen to a, an Englishman try to speak French. You guys know the it's like the, the fucking American. The war, dude, the whole war's in your mouth, dude. It's like it's atrocious. There's just hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of years of French? killing it. No, a British a Britishman saying French. It's like yeah. oh there's just god, hundreds yeah. of years of, of pain. Hate, of hate and yeah. hate. You're so fucking. It comes right, right the fuck out you of can't them. It's say awful. J'ai oublié beaucoup. Mais je parle français. Un petit peu. He said, he said I've, I've forgotten quite a bit, but I do speak a little bit of French. And that was terribly said, but, but grammatically correct. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I know I just said English is the best language, and it is, because it's a language of context. It can be anything you want. It's awesome. But what I really appreciated about German is that they're one of the languages where when they decide to make new words, they'll just take two things <laughs> that kind of... words already. <laughs> yeah, or things that like remind them of what it is and just slam them together. So Like, cool. for instance, uh, strawberry, right? Strawberry. Erdbeere, right? Uh, I mean, pardon my bad enunciation. It's been 10 years since I've tried I to speak. I won't make fun of you, just Sean. But what that means is earthberry because it's a berry that grows from the earth. And when they found those, they were like, oh, this comes from the earth, it's a berry, now it's earth berry. 
And they do that with literally everything. It's the best thing about the German language. They just slam it all together, man. Slam it. That's why you get words like like 20 syllables long. Yeah. Like, like uh, Google making vars to snark. Yeah, well, yeah, long words. <laughs> uh, Mr. Heath, do you speak other languages? Uh, no. You're from Missouri. I am, which is a language in and of itself. That's what I was about to say. Tell yeah. me about do Missouri language. It's more the pronunciation of little things. Growing up in St. Louis, I I kind of got spared the worst of it. I have mm. a pretty neutral it was a city, accent. City, city. Kind of. It, that's a very generous term for St. Louis, but it it was once a city, and that counts for something. <laughs> uh, but when you go out to the boondocks of Missouri, you get like wash. Have to wash your clothes. Washington State. So like goofy. Yeah, goofy, but <laughs> less charming. Uh, <laughs> Let's see, 44, any, like, round O's become R, farty far. Really? Highway farty far. Farty far. Farty far. Isn't that a bit like the Minnesota accent? Like, the further Uh, up you go? A little, but also less, like, charmingly Canadian. Yeah, Yeah, no, Minnesota is is kind of Canadian. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's South Canada. Okay. That's, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and I, I refer to it as South Canada. I was five minutes from the border. I see. All right. So what's, what, by what's the way, your accent like? By what's, the way, I have to pause this. Like? There's a uh, there's a, an alert. Uh-oh. What's up? What All right. It? Well, but we have an idea. Oh. We're talking about the the overarching idea is finding out what David's 30 is. That's how we're going to do this And it was just, what was it? <laughs> it was Takeover 30. Takeover 30. Takeover 30. Just all right. <laughs> it's making it about him is, it was it the point, me. but... Uh, Give it to you for takeover 30. That's how you make a lot well, of enemies, you, I feel like. When you grab a like. mic again, we'll go yeah, into that. It's, it's hard to yeah, say... Yeah, just jump in. It's hard to talk about it when you're not here. Yeah, no, no, here. Do you want to no, no, we can, about we it? We can just dictate yeah. what the conversation is. Fill in the Let's blanks. try to think out loud here. So to catch Ian up, Brandon and David name their years. We theme our years. It's very stupid. Brandon shameless 29. just hit Shameless 29. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. David uh, is considering 30, which is in about a month. I had to kill Squirrel 30, and but now I may be on to TakeOver 30. Because when I thought about it, I work at a media company where we have different brands. And for a little... Ever since I started working there, I just wonder, I'm like, what would happen if I just took this place over? Okay. You ever have that thought about something? If you just but, took... Well, because it's a small business. It's like a small media company. Uh-huh. So it's not like this unattainable thing. And now I'm at the point, I've worked there so long, that it's... I only have like one real superior and he's the only person who's worked there longer than I have. So I'm like, I think I almost waited out the whole company. Now I have one more person to go through and I hope Ooh. they never listen to this because now I'm thinking about like, <laughs> if I do TakeOver 30, I just start cutting throats. Just start taking people off at the knees and start taking shit over. Okay. And well, all right, so it's an idea that I just had in right over there. I'll forward the sound file unedited to your uh, to your supervisors there and see what they think about that. They'll be into it. <laughs> they, they appreciate it. thing it shows initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, right. um, I feel like that's a fun, that's kind of a fun um, mindset to go into my 30s with. Yeah, that's considering not bad. 30s a weird year, I think. Not You're, weird. Not weird. It's it's different than the way I th- thought I would think about it. I used to think like 30. Wow, I'm in my 30s. But really it's like, wow, I just did a decade of 20s. 
That's like it's more like you sit and look back at like what just happened. Wild fucking. And it's bizarre yeah. when you package it in like ten years at a time. Like you start to think about it, you're like, wow. That's the way you're looking at it. And it's just the way I've and you're, sort of happened. But you're in your 29. I'm in my 29s. You're yeah. in your 29s, yeah. but you don't have a name for it. I I'm thinking some like slick footed 29s. Slick footed. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's good. It's because either you could that. glide or you could just fall on your face. Oh, yeah. uh, you can just simplify like it. But you're, t- right you're going to take the skate, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm I'm not on the ground, sure. and I think that's a good sign. Okay. Yeah, I like how quick you were to as soon as you as soon as the idea. That's what, we that's like. what I was going to say. Look at what a okay, natural yes-ander Ian is. It's like it, the first he's heard about it, he's like, uh, yeah. And then he comes up with one that's honestly pretty much better than Squirrel 30. <laughs> well, Squirrel 30 is dead. Yes, it got banged. I, I am yeah. curious. What's your current 29 then? Because you bang, still have a month. Bang 29. Bang 29? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you banging, like, the concept of your 29? Is it a good bang? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, good. Some good, some bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> bang, yeah. Some good bangs and some whimpers. Yeah. yeah. Oof. All right. Moving well, on. Yeah. There we go. But, uh, Ian, uh, have you introduced yourself on the podcast yet? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. so. Just we did the name whole, or? We did the whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Words come out of my mouth. We've done the kind Dude, trust of... me. I got you, bro. I wouldn't let you down okay, like that, no, man. Good, I understand. Good, 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 good. I get how these things work. This was one of my... Fr- well, the, the first time I ever saw a Zombie Joe show was Tour of Terror in, I, I think, 2016 or maybe 2015. 2015 it was. 2015, yeah. yeah. And um, Ian, I saw it with my friend Joggy, and uh, Ian's... Uh, one of the first bits that you did in that show was the bit that made us go, oh, we love all of this, and we want to see everything they do. And that bit was where, it's a very simple bit, you're just standing there in these kind of like skimpy on these, and then you pull a, uh, a ball out, and you just bring a knife to the ball, and then blackout, that was it. Can I be like, honest? This is fucking great. Can I be honest? I don't know if we've talked about this before, <laughs> yeah. but that was the first show I saw, and that was also the skit that pulled me in, too. Yeah, and I think it was it. the second one in the show, right? There was the blackout, was, I think, or maybe the first. further in. No, really. Second or third, it was, it was early yeah. Because there was the there was the walking okay. backwards through the audience opener. If you count that as number one, right. and well, then the I feel goals. like I because that was like my first thing of being like, what is? Because I had no idea what the show was. So even just the concept that it was vignettes, I wasn't familiar with. So just that as an opening, I was like, oh, it's all right. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. So. Also, similar thing. Were you in the um, the show? One of my favorite shows, Fola. With yeah. uh, he Jason was, and Sasha, look, yeah, back the, then. Did yeah. you do a bit where you were like on a, almost like on a cross? We did that the second time, yeah, okay. where it was like Jesus being pulled down from the cross post crucifixion. Yeah. Not sure about the first one if we did any cross pieces, but I remember, I remember you because when I came back and I became like a person who went ar- was around, uh, I was like, oh, that's that guy. Well, that's the dude from the show that like is the reason like it was just so everything and the, the show you're talking about is Festival of Living Arts or yeah. Arts yeah the Best. Festival of Living Arts you'll never yeah. see it, it was, no uh, one will ever see no, it I mean, again they, but it we never even these, saw it I've only seen one of them but it's, it's fucking great because um, I have no idea how the fuck it's done I really don't like, even knowing roughly what you must be doing they do the, the idea of it the concept of it is well you explain you've done it enough times uh, yeah something like that so basically it's like 50 or so classic pieces of art we're drawing from film we're drawing from sculpture we're drawing from uh, classic drawings paintings 
and we're recreating it all with live actors, still live, fully costumed, and this is all happening in between blackouts. So it's little vignettes. So you do the lights about go 50 out. Fifty of them, right? Yeah, between fifty and sixty. Ugh, and the last yeah. time we only had eight actors, and only two men actually stuck around for the entire process. We kept losing people. <laughs> it was wild. It's a, dude. It's a wild fucking show, man. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. I've been behind the scenes at many Zombie Joe shows, and let me tell you. That one was fucking brutal. Because what it is, it'll, it'll be uh, uh, usually, that's still right, no, mostly. Uh, yeah, we we did a few like we recreated some like Marx Brothers bits okay, and right. uh, yeah, that yeah. one Salvador Dali uh, short film with the eyeball getting oh, yeah, slit yeah, open yeah. by a straight razor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but mostly they're just still recreations of paintings or whatever. Sometimes have. there's motion. Sometimes, yeah, some motion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I forget, but, but it's mostly they, still live. They're on for about you know the lights are up for about what five to ten seconds each. Yeah, fifteen max. Fifteen max, yeah. and then lights go down, and within another seemingly five seconds or so, another one's there. If that, yeah. <laughs> and I have no idea how they do it, especially like you said with so few actors. But suddenly, you know, costume changes have happened, and they're positioning themselves in the dark. And honestly, like there, there was, you did uh, Dante and Virgil in Hell once. Yeah, and I was like, that is like position for position, like perfect. It is exactly that's one of the few paintings that I know quite well. And I was like, yeah, they've got that down yeah. to an art. Well, Festival it's, of Living. Yeah, it was one of those uh, one of those genius shows from Zombie Joe. But I'll tell you, Ian the Juicer Heath. Was the definitely we, the bat- we bringing was that the, one back in? Yeah, the fuck yeah, I am. Can you he explain was, it better than than Zombie can? No, I can't. All I know is you're the goddamn <laughs> juicer. The, the way I interpret it and the way I mean it is you make me juice, homie. I would drink you like oranges. This guy's full of juice. Take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> is that but that yeah. What, is that what the name juicer refers to? Yeah. We don't know. No one knows. I keep asking Zombie, zombie and he'll just go, you're the juicer. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I ever get. One of the best inexplicable nicknames is uh, Kevin Van Cott referring to Jim Jim Isham as Jim the Shoulders Jim the Isham. Shoulders Isham. Yeah, yeah. That's a great For, one. I don't know why. He doesn't have I especially do. big shoulders. Like, he hasn't he? explained it, but I get it. Yeah, it, I, I get it It's one too. of those that's ones that instantly makes sense when you see a person. And you're just like, yeah, the shoulders, I get it. There's nothing unusual about the way he looks. It's, it's just very appropriate. He's the shoulders. Yeah. You know? He has some shoulders. I mean, as do we all. Yeah, but, but we don't um, all earn the nickname. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like 6'5". That, that guy's a big motherfucker. He's a big guy, but his shoulders are no bigger than normal. He just carries it all up high. <laughs> Compared to the average man, he has big shoulders. I mean... He's six five. He's a per- well. That proportion. I mean, I hear he's proportionate. If you know what I mean. All right. Well, uh, is this I like that Pulp I mean, Fiction I mean, bit where you're like, "Motherfucker, Samoan"? I don't know what to tell you. Do you know what I'm referring to? <laughs> don't fucking Sean me. I've been yes anding your bitch ass all night, Brandon says, and I'm not even look, giving you a fucking for a long mic time back. with many people, and mics are changing, and people are yeah. coming and going. There are bits that I'm going to cut out. You don't need to panic too much if. You know, if something doesn't land or you... No, 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 no. It happens to me all the time. No, no, no. It's not about that. In fact, I'm so angry. We're cutting this whole thing up to now and we're starting fresh. (laughs) You've been looking kind of annoyed. When you you haven't been on mic, you've been sort of sitting from afar. No, you know what it is. Arms folded and kind of grumpy. so much. Yeah. No, it's not that I'm annoyed. It's It's not that that I have the meat sweats. I'm sorry? It's that I have the meat sweats. You have the the meat meat sweats? sweats? I ate a lot of... 
I had a lot of not very good meat. Just oh, now. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not oh, like not like disastrous. Not disastrous. Yeah, just like up. man. <laughs> just a, just a ton of wait. No, I, I didn't want the the server to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you couldn't eat pork because your girlfriend's Jewish. Jesus, no. <laughs> no that would no. be insane. <laughs> well, I assume she swallows. You know, it's like vegans and anything else. All right, I'm taking the mic away for oh, that. Man. This fucking blue humor. I'm keeping it in. <laughs> Executive decision. Wait, how do you eat without swallowing? Have you, have you seen you know, the uh, Speaking yeah. of which, speaking of which, you know our roommate... People know who our roommate is. I won't say his name because of what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. He which, wants to get a tattoo. Brandon, our roommate. The one who's named after a city? Yes. Okay. And he wants I mean, to get anyone who wants to know will figure it out now. He wants to get there are a tattoos. lot of cities in the world. He wants to get tattoos. Yeah. His name is Berlin. Uh, he wants to get tattoos across his thighs that say no hands or hands free. <laughs> this guy had. Because we're not mentioning his name, had yeah. a, a very legendary Ooh. weekend. There's so before we get, in, if we describe his legendary weekend, let me just say the man in himself is a legend. Um, Top of he's done very, very many legendary things. He's lived a legendary life since moving here. And there's something that I always wanted as a young man. It was this concept of what I called the trifecta, and the trifecta is when. Across the span of 24 hours, you have... I don't want to tell this story anymore. Me neither. It's yeah. not a good idea. It's no. not a good idea. I'm, yeah. like, I'm just going to stop that now. There yeah, yeah. I was a little shocked that you yeah. were going to do that. Don't even worry about the trifecta. Yeah. That was just... That's something else. No, don't even worry about that. That's like, neck level. No. Thank you. That's, yeah, uh, I'm glad you stopped that. Yeah. Trifecta is a bet you place at a, at a betting parlor, and uh, you can get a payout if you win. There you go. Three That's to one, trifecta. baby. There you go. That's uh, tri- wait, trifecta is actually when uh, you get the one, two, and three horse, right? When you guess correctly the three horses that would I thought place. that was called the hat trick when you score three goals in hockey. Is that what you're thinking of? No, I'm talking about betting, Max. Oh. I'm talking about man shit. I'm not talking about Diet Cola. Well, I just said hockey, motherfucker. Yeah, what is yeah. this? What is <laughs> hockey is more manlier than horsey races? You just races. start saying sports I said more like manlier. a <laughs> you, just, you just start naming sports, hoping. I was hoping. Yeah. yeah. I was fishing in the dark a little. Fishing also a sport. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah fishing in the dark. Fishing in the dark, not a phrase. Yeah, yeah, not a as phrase. far as I know. A lot of bears. A lot of bears in the dark. Dude. Night bears. One of the things, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you, you had me think about bears, and then you had me thinking about mountain lions. Because they, yeah. they both grab fish out of the rivers, which I don't even know mountain lions do, but bears definitely do. Anyway. Mountain lions, you know, we have them here, here in Los Angeles, here in sunny Los Angeles, and I follow a lot of um, national parks on Instagram, and it's often a, a ripper on good time. I follow, I would say, upwards of fifteen different national parks on <laughs> you Instagram. Really do. Yeah, 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 like Saguaro and Death Valley, and but one of the ones I follow is the Santa Monica. You know, well, I mean, if you can call that a national park, the Santa Monica Mountains, essentially, right? Oh, okay, yeah, and. Um, it is always hilarious in a bad way because it is like always cu- all national park Instagrams are like for kids basically. It's like the rangers out doing shit 
Like, hey, this is how a a, a, a rabbit mouse or whatever. Though, what are those like? What? You know, you have them in Arizona. Those rats that are in the desert that like ho- kangaroo rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, this is how a kangaroo rat hops and stuff. Like, and it's like kids shit. But the Santa Monica one is a lot more morbid because obviously Santa Monica National Park is not doing so hot. There's freeways going through it. Mm-hmm. It catches on fire every three days. Yeah. And so it's like you scroll through all the national park feeds and it's like, here's a kangaroo. Oh, look at this, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just a picture of half of a dead cat. And it just goes, we found this bobcat dead on the side of the road. It's the sixth one we found this month. And unfortunately, this one is nursing, which means its babies will starve to death. Please be careful when you're driving on the roads. We cannot afford to lose more bobcats. <laughs> Dude, that's actually, that's fucking false. Bobcats, there's plenty of them. They're goddamn shit animals, and there's plenty of them. <laughs> the, the mountain lions are just dying constantly. No, they're not. Every, dude, dude, the fires are hilarious because oh, yeah. they're not hilarious. They're not hilarious. But I mean, because it'll be like, again, it's this otherwise perfectly congenial. It's just the most morbid national park Instagram of what is normally essentially a kid's genre of, of, of social media. And so, yeah, like we always get reports on how many mountain lions are found dead in each fire. And well, and there's like 18 mountain lions left in Los Angeles at this point. There are not a lot. Dude, I'm surprised there them, was right? even 18, though. What's that? What the fuck are mountain lions are doing trying, here? Are we trying to get rid of them? No, we're trying Why? to preserve them. Why? No, let's get them the fuck out of Los Angeles. Because they're a beautiful species and yeah. they're a vital part of the ecosystem. Aren't no, they're, they're just not. Like mauling people's Obviously, farm animals. That's. I don't know what they're doing. Well, like Obviously, the PCH does more for the ecosystem oh, than God. those dumb fucking mountain lions. Dude, get mountain lions out of Los Angeles. Take no. them to Juarez, where they came from. And they're cute. What Drive about them? that? They're cute. No, they're My not. cat looks like a mountain lion. No, they're not. They're I killers. Think. Yeah, they're horrifying, they're terrible creatures. They're killers, dude. Drive them into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> they swim them. to yeah. Japan. Yeah, just get rid of them. All 18. But, well, so there's also, I don't know if you know this, but there's different mountain lions. One of them is famous, P-22. They're all just named P-something with like P and then a number, uh, which I've seen the P stands for Puma, right? But P-22 is like the most famous one. And uh, someone made some weird P22 fan Instagram. Weird. But it's like, you know how people make Instagrams for their pets where they're like talking as the pet? <laughs> this person did that for P22. Why was oh. it famous? The most, why was it I don't most know. Famous? I think honestly, like because people? it's sick. No, because it's sickly and it goes and curls up to die under people's porches all the Jeez. time. But it never so dies. But people then find it. it. But, then it, but it never dies. Yeah, oh, it, it never, it never dies. dies. The immortal right. cat. Yeah, P22 is highly resilient. This one's for P22. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in Dude, fact, this one's ter- dedicated so to it. Terrible, homie. How terrible yeah. would that be? You wake up every day and you're like, yeah. well, today's the day I kick it. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. I'm going to find me all day a nice home to kick it in. And, and then some, you finally yeah. do, and you find one that's nice and cozy, and you go to bed, and then you wake up the next day, and you're like, God, God damn it, I have to find yeah. another cozy place. Today's the day I die. Dude, that's what my grandma felt the entire oh time. She was dying. Rises. That's the way old people feel. <laughs> and I mean, and both of them had just people in yoga pants kind of staring at them like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you're there, so. Right, and yeah. then, yeah, these ones trying to trying to die, they get dragged out by the tail and have their likeness put on Instagram. Yeah, they would just yeah. put on Instagram and be like, yeah, well, we lost another one today. Yeah. You goddamn polluters. I would Let's love it. I would love beef. it if they preemptively put like one of the mountain lions before it actually died and they're like, well, we lost it. And then they had to issue a correction like four days later. <laughs> 
But no, so the P22 fan Instagram is even more fucked up because it's like, again, it's like, hey, guys, it's me, P22. I'm the most famous mountain lion, blah, blah, blah. And it's like P22, like with a Dodgers hat photoshopped on. And it's like, (laughs) go Dodgers World Series and stuff like that. And then every once in a while, because they have to stay in character, they'll be like, Big shout out to my friends P18 and P30 who died in the last fire. <laughs> like for some reason, whoever runs his Instagram still felt the need to address it, but stay in character. <laughs> Dude, that's immersive. That's fucking it's, immersive right it there. It is. Right? It's so funny. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the National Park Instagrams, honestly. Because it's like every other one is so lighthearted, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. Huh. Now, did you ever go to Saguaro National Park when you were in Arizona? Uh, I went like once on a field trip. It's like it's one of those things when you're in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah, you inevitably, go. you went to Saguaro National Park. About how far was you it go from to Squaw you? Peak. God damn, dude! I don't know. I was seven. Yeah, like I don't. Know. Well, I mean, like, but you grew up in Arizona. You must have known like how far Saguaro is. Roughly. I hadn't gone to Saguaro National Park since I was seven. So. Okay, I haven't been to Joshua Tree, but I know it's like two hours away. Right. Dude, I couldn't even tell you what direction it is. I don't know, it be, is. might be further. Like four, uh, but okay. Well, yeah. All right, you know what? I like You're your off life. the hook, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's fucking Swarrow National Park. It's just up there somewhere. Have you been to Joshua Tree? Have you been to Joshua yeah, yeah. Tree, Ian? No. no. We're going to a wedding. We're going to uh, Liz's. Distasteful. <laughs> we're going to Liz's wedding at Joshua Tree. Are you kidding me? But I've I, never been I, there My before. invite must have got lost in the fucking mail. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Shit. Oh, man. I saw Liz, though. I was seeing a production of Fefu and Her Friends, the original immersive show Mm. uh, from, like, the 60s. Pardon me. By Maria Irene Fornes. Mm. And who was there but Liz Lanier taking in some classy theater with me. Was it classy? It was classy. And it was immersive. Yeah, I mean, it was... When I say the original immersive play, I don't mean, like... You know, it's not Ian. It's like dinner. But it's like, you know, Ian's the immersive guy. You know, but this is more like it's a scripted play for about 40 minutes, uh-huh. and then they break the audience up into four kind of small groups not that small, like 10 people and they run four scenes concurrently and they cycle you through those scenes. But this was being written in like the early 70s. You know what I mean? So it was pretty crazy at the Dude, time. How the, how the fuck did it take that long, though? I was I mean, going like, to say, isn't it surprising that it's taken that long to get to immersive theater, considering how long theater's been around? I'm sure yeah. there are. I'm sure there are. Like, I'm I sure there are outright. theater historians who could tell you that there are. No, but yeah, I mean, like, 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 never caught on culturally until now. And why did it take that long? You would oh, think, like, like the sixties, as if, like a pro, like yeah. a real thing. Like theater is like if you have fucking Grecian times and they're doing theater. How the hell did it take? this long for people to be like oh you can pretend like life is like happening you can I mean, control the narrative is, it's like how, how long has dinner theater been around I mean it definitely got big in the latter half of, from what little I know it got big in the latter half of the 20th century especially um, because theater became a little bit more political you had people like Augusto Boal who theorized like um, invisible theater which were these things he would do, these kind of like happenings that would that would show up in public. And they were all meant to just, you know, basically educate people about communism or whatever, like yeah. most theater was at the time. Um, and so it was like a, it was like a, a convergence of like Boal, Brecht, 
probably our toe a little bit just in terms of the experimental side of things. But then people started experiments. So like they did like the car plays is an early one. Dionysus in 69 is an early one. And Fefu and her friends is an early one. But it really didn't get big until Tony and Tina's wedding. That's what I always say. Tony and Tina's motherfucking wedding. Now that is the immersive show. That's the OG. That's 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 the alpha and the omega. When all this no, other not, shit goes away, Tony and Tina's wedding. Tony and Tina's wedding will still be there, making us laugh, bringing us joy. Yeah. No, we're I'm not talking about how about... Tony and Tina's wedding is the alpha and omega of immersive theater. It started it and it'll end it. It'll be the last one, yeah. and then we'll just yeah. be like, "Oh wait, fuck that." Max that was and I are gonna yeah. run away to Vegas. That was a whole fad. We're going to have each other. Oh, that's true. Well, actually, Tony and Tina's wedding, um, it's gone. It's not at Bally's right now. I'm sure it'll come back. No one freak out. Just nobody freak out, okay? It's going to be okay. <laughs> I'm a little freaked. <laughs> Just, but I'm sure it'll come back. We would have a... It good, has to. We should do a little Vegas thing together. You and me? Yeah. I, I would love nothing more than that. That would be... It'll I was be can, we'll put that right on our Magic Mountain plans as things we say we're going to do and never do. I, I feel like David's Vegas experience is significantly different to yours. You'd be shocked. Okay. I can get I down actually, no, no, I, don't, I, I feel like down no, no, dirt with I think, Rat Fuck I Dave. think you think it's exactly how it is, actually, sir. Because David is a sinner, and you, sir, are not. Yeah. When me and Max are together, we're making sweet love. Uh huh. To the world. To the world through our collective dynamic. Yeah. Which. You guys are all witnessing right now. Yeah, it's, it's just coming it's, through the It's eyes. audio magic, that's for sure. <laughs> Can I just mention, by the way, that since we've ousted the two, uh, the two ladies at the table, they yeah. have decided to start their own podcast. Oh, good. And they've really? started taking notes and uh, come up with a... They've come up with a... I don't think they come up with a name yet, but they, they have a direction. They have a theme for it. Ooh. I don't want to insult your wife. The two holes. And I don't want to insult my own girlfriend. But that sounds like the worst piece of shit podcast. And I host the worst piece of shit. You haven't podcast. heard their ideas. Ooh. It doesn't How sound like they? a particularly fun podcast. I'll give you that. Oh, it sounds no. like a very <laughs> quite a bleak podcast. Oh, they could call it Rachel and Risa in the Hole. Who's the Hole? Exactly. That's the mystery. What? Right. Okay, so what is the what's the direction they want to take the podcast in? And also, this is when we can't well, have them on because we don't want to give, well, we give them, air time to the competition. We should let them explain that. I All think. right. Do you want to cycle them in? Sorry? Do you want to cycle them in so they can explain what uh, their no, idea is? What were you talking about? Do you have anything? Uh, we were just talking about, I was doing some national park material and then... National and, park material? <laughs> 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 we were, Woo! Yeah, talking about fucking mountain lions. Like it was, okay, all right. Things get wild when you step away, Sean. Yeah, um, no, You're not there to put so. the leash on my, on my hard-hitting topic. When I'm topics. sitting here, I'm trying to control <laughs> it. But it gets then too hot for TV. Thing, but, uh, <laughs> maybe the best thing is to just step away. And that's when the magic yeah. happens. Yeah. Well, okay. Brandon just stepped out. Sean stepped in. So, all right. Sean, did you have any topics planned for tonight? I mean, do you want to ruminate on all. what it's like to it's be? It's my birthday. I didn't want to work on my birthday. Twenty-nine. No, I've got nothing. I have okay. absolutely nothing. Did you come up with a year name? A like fun? a year, a year name or designation? No, I've never been given one either. Max uh, apparently is so in a circle that he gets. Uh, designated years by other people, i.e., oh, Brandon sometimes. and David. That's the first one. Yeah, Nas- so Nasty 27. Because, okay. Oh, I thought you it got na- both. I, no, Nasty 27 was bestowed upon me, and then I took it upon myself to make this mend 28. 
Mend, amends. You got to mend from yeah, all the yeah, nasty. The nasty right. got pretty nasty. You got to mend, guys. It was and pretty then, bad. And this, all this leads up to relapse twenty nine, starting in January. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wait for relapse twenty nine, guys. Nasty twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. Was a great companion to Gutter twenty eight for me. Gutter twenty eight. Yeah. Wow. David's one a, year older than me, we so they a, were concurrent. We had a yeah. good year. And uh, when relapse twenty nine come twenty. 29, yeah. When relapse 29 comes around, okay. I'm going to be licking my lips. Yeah. Well, can I? Uh, Just waiting. As, waiting as for the 29. day. As Sorry, Risa. As some sort of <laughs> birthday present, can I be given a, a 29? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Brandon's not here, and he seems to be, you know, the officiator. Yeah, How about you know. disrupt, disrupt 29? Disrupt 29? All the, all the routines. What do you expect right. I'm going to do? So all the routines. All right. No, it's about before, your own life. Before we go into this, let's make it a positive thing for anybody listening who's like, what are you guys talking about? What we usually do, we do it if it makes us laugh. Oh. Like, that's the main thing. If it makes you laugh, then you know there's something... To it because, like, that's really all we're trying to do. Well, Ian's retroactive, slick footed 29. Exactly. Yeah. That was fast. That's, that's, that's awesome. instant laughter, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. not like you don't want to think too hard about it. It's like, it's just try to make yourself laugh because if you're going to base your year off of anything, it might as well be something that, like, makes you feel good and makes you feel silly Ooh, I don't know and, that. and sort of free instead of uh, overanalyzing anything. Because it's all just ridiculous. What about Bollywood 29? What? Bollywood 29. Bollywood 29? <laughs> gotta laugh. Nice. Ian oh, yeah. is silently yeah. laughing. You're smiling. It's whether, yeah, if you're okay. gonna laugh to yourself. Bollywood 29. I only say that because I, appreci- I can see the Bollywood Cafe Indian restaurant across the street. But Brandon, then also, why not? I appreciate the commitment right out why of not the gate. Why not head that the table? Yeah. It's good, yeah. Brandon, right, we're trying Bollywood to 29. bestow a year upon Sean. Yeah, I feel a so he already it, pitched Bollywood twenty nine, which got a laugh, but it's kind of inexplicable. I don't. I think we could do a little better. And so since yeah. you're kind of the master of ceremonies when it comes to year designations, uh huh. So yeah, wait, twenty nine is this? This is yeah. for you. Ooh, it starts Sean. at midnight. It's so a tough one fast. for me. Yeah. Ooh, because I mean, there's the no way anyone could have predicted what twenty eight went like. So we're trying to theme Sean's year. Yeah. yeah. Within like how many minutes do we have till midnight? Oh yeah, good point. Oh, we, got we, time. Got, we have we, we got have a few some, hours. We have a we few good. hours, but before yeah. midnight, we have to. But then again, I mean, I'm a, I'm a tough one because you know I turned 28 last August, right. and, as you do, and um, I don't think anyone could have predicted that in that time I would become a married dad. No, exactly. we actually talked about that as so. it was happening. We were like, dude, if there's anyone who had the wildest 365 motherfucking yeah. days, <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah. Sean Papa Daddy Adams. It gets well, yeah. no wilder. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, no, it's it was pretty year. insane year. So, yeah. That would be maybe. Oh, how about this? For like, I'm still 28, so I'm allowed to right, right. give myself a name for 28. Sure. Rush. It was Rush 28. Rush 28. All right. There, that's not bad, right? Can I, can I tell it's not you? funny. Because. Yeah, you're, you gotta you, stop. Uh, yeah. It's so, tough. you're a. You're, um, Let it come to you're you. You're a very. I don't want to say a closed man because you're not. You're a, you're a, you're a friendly gentleman. But. What's the word you just said? A crowsman? A closed man. A closed You're not like closed man. off. You're not closed for business. But a crowsman. Give me, give me like some insight. Controls the crows. <laughs> I'm, I'm a crowsman. Give me crows twenty nine. Give us some insight on your dreams, man. Let me. What's uh? What what's uh? What's coming up in the next year? Like what's uh? Well, that's the thing. Is I don't know. I really don't. I I couldn't predict to twenty eight. So. What what do you 
aspire to have happen in what your What do I aspire year? to What have? do you aspire to be? Oof, I don't know. Um, that's the problem is I don't have really any aspirations either. I'm, I'm pretty happy yeah. with the way things are. Can so. you be content 29, dude? Just be content all year. Content That's not 29. funny or clever. It's not about That's funny not or clever, dude. It's about what's true. Well, and David like we, was uh, yeah. implying that it should be something that is at least funny. Or that makes you I laugh as a starting point. I don't know. Something that makes you smile. Content yeah. 29. What a terrible, what an no, awful no, no. year. You're the one who chose that life. That's content is a dirty word nowadays. Is it? Yeah, is it? yeah no, I don't no. think you're meant to be content. I think you're always meant to be struggling in some yeah. way or other. It's like, and I will be. It's like Japanese economic stagnation. Oh, oh holy God. crap. So many more holes. Straight out of... <laughs> A pair of holes. A pair of holes in leather pants. <laughs> Oops. Doris 29. Doris 29. Oh, man. That implies... No, that doesn't imply... I've I become a Doris? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. No, but we, we look, we got a few hours, but hours. I would like one. And I would like it to be given by the. Well, that's the thing is they don't get given because then it's not real. It has to come from inside of you. I can help. Well, Max was given one. Why don't I get one? No, but that that's. Happened. Max is Max is a cuckly man. I'm a what? If Max is a cuckly man, he likes Alarms, being told what 29. to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He he nodded and winked in approval. By the way. Right. Oh man, I hope that alarm keeps going off. Well, we gotta we gotta wait for this to finish. Is that one of yours? No. You sure? Yeah. Okay. All right, there it is. All We're right. back. Okay. And I was right. having a little rain. Sorry, that right. was that was uh, Risa's new podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interrupting our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, I find, we're just turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like I, I find uh, I find the best years are the ones that you find for yourself. And I know Max had his nasty year, but it was also a nasty year. It wasn't a good year by any by any means. I'm sure my 28 wasn't so perfect. It was I a mean, truly nasty year, but 28's yeah. been mending. And Relapse 29 is going to be off the charts. Oh, man. Relapse 29. Relapse 29. How do you feel about Relapse 29? Because that's going to affect you, love. I'm legitimately concerned about Relapse 29. (laughs) Oh, sweetie. It's not going well for any of us. (laughs) Okay. But just know that it's going to be worse for me. Yeah. Relapse, because Relapse 29 leads into Omega 30. Omega and that's 30? where it is. So you're working in advance. Jesus. Matt does this all the time. He's he's like, I'll, I'll say something about like when he's in his mid thirties, and he's like, Oh, honey, I'm not living that long. What you know what's the sweet? You know what's the sweetest God moment? Twenty nine. What? God. God. Uh, <laughs> I thought said gun. Oh, yeah. I thought you said gun twenty nine. I was oh, like, Yeah, dude. Yeah, all right. Dude, you're in Woodland Hills. Get some fucking guns, bro. Guns. That's what they do yeah, up right. there. <laughs> Yeah, Get a whole okay, bunch maybe. of guns. No, God, I think. I, I think I'm going to go for God. Guard? Oh, God. 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 G-O-D? Uh, I'll take another chrono boot. Thanks so much. Thank you. Um, that's how you, that's you, know how you get crucifixes for your birthday. That's how that oh, happens. Shit. Don't do oh, that. Or baptized. Who knows, you know? I, I didn't think I'd get married, and I definitely didn't think I'd ever have a child. Maybe I will become Christian after all this time, you know? All right. How do we... So let me tell you something. I'd be laughed at by these two women who are not part of the podcast right now. We have, <laughs> we have more live audience in the dugout. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome to jump in. We're switching mics like, uh, like um, I don't know. What else do people switch? What? That's funny. We're switching mics out. Analogy 29, oh. baby. Like needles in Skid Row. 
Wow. Of Damn, all the that ones. Was, so that's why there's so many British <laughs> comedians, shiter, huh? That's right? what it's yeah. like to be me every yeah. day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but luckily, I have access to edit the podcast. Dude, you I can <laughs> edit my shit once What's out. funny is, like, he, Sean used to be way funnier, and then he had a fucking kid. Oh, dude, no, I'm oh, telling you. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked I'm telling up. you. Yeah, you have no experience anymore other than, like, the most hackiest bits. Yeah, it's yeah. like being on an airplane for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, so all you can talk about is like, <laughs> what the peanuts are. And all. It's like you having know, like, a drunk audience. You think you're funny, but it's just like the audience just. Oh, my kid doesn't think I'm funny. Not yet. No. Let's never let Sean's kid listen to this podcast. Anything? That's right. This podcast will be long over by the time the kid has. <laughs> She'll be playing abilities. it in therapy when she's in her mid twenties. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is what my dad said about me. I mean. Like I was kind of weird. Therapist, like an airplane for the rest of his life. She balls. Yeah, man. My kids are going to love this podcast. They're going to be like, my dad was jolly. Man, you you're know? not, you're not like, allowed to have He kids. liked Diet Coke. And hang on, hang on. <laughs> Wait, you're not you... having, Max, you're not having kids. Yeah, what, what oh. fucking kids, Max? That would be, that would be very insulting to somebody. Well, surprise 29, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't do surprise. surprise. It's a shit year, man. Surprise 28 was a disappointment. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Brandon yeah, already was... did surprise 28. It oh, was, it was a, a total bust. That was a wheat year? <laughs> surprise, <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. It started out the with biggest the biggest surprise. surprise. Was that it sucked. <laughs> no one was surprised. It was, there, was, there was a lot of surprises, right. good surprises. A lot of, it was mostly uh, sarcastic surprises. Like It was more like, oh, yeah, it's exactly how I thought it'd be. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that. Although to be fair, one of the best one of the best Brandon surprise twenty eight moments was in when he was still in twenty seven. I think it was Prove It twenty seven. Uh huh. When Brandon was still in Prove It twenty seven. Uh huh. He and I were walking and we got a we got a small moment alone together. Was it we were pr- walking down the street? It, it was Prove It twenty seven. Okay. The moon was sparkling. Yeah, it was a beautiful we were walking, sky. We were walking, and uh, he was just kind of like, "Oh yeah, you know what? The, you know what my next year is going to be?" And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Surprise twenty eight. And I was like, "Oh yeah, what, do you, what does that mean?" He's like, "It's going to be lots of surprises. Like the first surprise, surprise. Don't smoke weed anymore." And I didn't for two months. And then I talked to him about three months into age twenty eight, and I was, I think he was like, "What? What did I name this year?" And I go, "It was surprise twenty eight. And you go. Oh, and I, go, and I go, and I go, yeah. And you said you weren't going to smoke weed anymore. And I think you like had a joint in your hand yeah, yeah. And, you, and you just look at me and you went surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Brandon, don't, you I'm telling you, that's the surprises run deep in surprise. 28. It did. It went way deeper than I thought, but it was a weak one. It, did, it didn't. I don't feel like it imparted anything. Yeah. It was more of like a theme that was there, sort of like endure before it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I kind of like the I kind of like the negative years. Like I I kind of I like men's twenty eight, but part yeah, yeah. of me longs for the days of nasty twenty seven. You were it was a free man. Like, it was about free. being free. Yeah, it was, it was just about like it was just about like look any step lower. I like any any worse it gets. At least it's funny because I have this mission statement sort yeah. of of like nasty. You know what I mean? Like if shit happened, lose the job. Fine, nasty. It's just getting nastier. Yeah. You know what nasty I mean? twenty seven. Try try being next to that. Yeah, she didn't. She and I didn't really become official until until I would say mend twenty eight. You were twenty eight in February. No, I think I think that we were official before. My then, birthday's but in much- January. Boom. Oh. You just failed. Oh. You just failed. You see how it it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy 
Yeah. Um, it's it nice sort of ends up being that way at yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. I am officially now Max's ex girlfriend. I've never, I've never given a shit about people what's knowing my our, birthday, to be honest. What's some of our favorite nasty Max stories? No, that's oh not oh. on this oh, one. No, 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 no. I will cut it. You can see you're wasting your time because it's going to get cut. This is, I keep a PG persona. That's time worth wasting. You know what I mean? talk about Vegas. Because that's. Can't talk about. We can talk about Vegas. I do. I do nothing bad in Vegas. Can't. Uh, I was going to see shows. We can talk about the Blue Man Group. Yeah, I was going to even <laughs> yeah. make jokes. I know you'd cut it. You have all these rules. I, I'm a rule-oriented person. Rules 29. <laughs> oh, man. That That's funny, actually. I, oh, it is kind of Nasty funny. 27, men 28, and then rules 29. <laughs> just getting you further just get and further. And, and then the it's top. Christ 30. And that's You're when like, I finally Christ, find my awakening. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> and then Omega 33 yeah. because I'd I be follow like, in the footsteps. I'd be like, what's up? I'd be like, what's up with Max now? You're like, dude, Max rules. <laughs> that's fun. Max yeah, rules for a year. Yeah, rules twenty nine might be good. That's where yeah. I just start setting dude, up. Dude, that rules. can actually mean no, but it can actually mean that as well. Just start doing rules, dude. And you know what? I'm this always saying that rules. Don't I say that all the fucking time? If something really See, shitty happens, or like if someone does something embarrassing, I'm just this like, is that what rules. everybody gets the whole naming yeah. thing wrong. This is where everybody fucks yeah. up. Is they hear the most. The most obvious meaning, like behind it, you're like rules twenty nine. Oh, you're gonna have rules, but you're like, no, it means everything. Right. Everything rules. It's there everything, are Max. It can rule. You can have rules. You can rule over people. Yeah. Don't point at me when you say that. <laughs> you did point <laughs> right at her. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Jews are the ones who get ruled by the outside world and the Gentiles, right? That's what history tells us. Not according to my next podcast where we talk about how Israel controls America. Ooh. You and me, Brandon. <laughs> That's been an ongoing uh, bit I've had where me and Brandon are going to start some secret like conspiratorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Propaganda. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, look at those innocent Palestinians. It's like, oh, God, Israel's really clamping the boot on them. Oh, that was actually, I think that was a joke I was doing because uh, me and Sean were talking about posing as some other ARGs that exist. Like, some, like not even, like, real ones, but just, like, Instagrams that have popped up. And people are, like, waiting around on bended knee expecting, like, a mysterious phone call from them. And one of them was called, like, the Saudade Institute or something like that. And me and Sean were just talking about, like, calling people up from a restricted number and being like, this is the Saudade Institute. What we want to talk about is how Israel controls the United States <laughs> and just make all these other Dude, ARGs you know sound anti-Semitic. How, actually, I'm actually, how has that Thank not you. happened yet where there's an ARG going and people just deep fake just the ARG? Well, I mean, Max pretended to be Zombie Joe and people totally t- took it in his ARG. That's true. I did do that. I pretended to be Zombie Joe, but I thought everyone would know it was a joke. No, people literally. And I, did, I called myself the Honorable Doctor Z. I didn't even call myself <laughs> Zombie Joe, oh, but people man. would, call, yeah, because what it is is people had to solve a puzzle. Yeah. And they needed GPS coordinates, so I was like, "You guys have to call the." It was basically they had to call the. It was like a group of people solving it, right, right? And they had to take turns calling it, and they each got like one or two numbers of some GPS coordinates. Yeah. And so they would answer. I'd be like. Hey, how's it going? And like, and then, and I would just be zombie, and I'd keep him on the phone for like five minutes, talk, like. And Talking you know what? Honestly, I moved so many tickets to Camp Witsit yeah. doing yeah. that. Yeah. I told so many people about Camp Witsit, and apparently, a few people showed up thinking that. <laughs> My ARG might actually be tied in. That's awesome. So there was a lot of talk about. So about it's like that's that's benevolent. That's benevolent uh, fraud. 
But if I were like, hey, it's Zombie Joe, Israel controls America. <laughs> I might, even though he is Jewish, so that'd be extra funny, actually, because yeah. he's Jewish. Be no, benevolent I, would, I would stay away from the political stuff if you're going to take the moniker. It's just, uh, you know. Max and I got in trouble for a Zombie Joe impression before. Oh, yeah. Honestly, look, it's just... Everybody has. It's loving, though. It's yes, we that's love what it is. Guy. It really is loving. It is. Look, it's just what happens when you are a, a man who is a legend in a community, and you have a boisterous personality. That's fun to emulate. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun being Zombie Joe. It is. I like being Zombie yeah. Joe. I'm not even good at it. I you, just like it. I just walk instant, around going cute. You instantly chicks. become friendlier. If you guys, yeah. yeah. If you haven't heard about Cheat Day. Cheat day! It's time to start cheating! Oh, Risa, what about Cheat 29? I don't like this. Sean! Hey, Risa, how about Cheat Cheat 29? 29. (laughs) Hey, Risa, how about Cheat 34? Cheat 29. (laughs) Don't tell that to my wife. That's that's a very bad name for 29. Yeah, I shouldn't have screamed that across the bar, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Look. Exactly. What's that? That's... Cheat on your taxes. Brandon's in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) The whole room fell silent. (laughs) This is what happens when you... Look, they stacked this house against me all of a sudden. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Uh, What about game 29? At this point, it's got to be game. Dude, you're going to get... Dude, you'll get fucking fat. Sean, you'll get fat. That's what's going to happen. Shawnee. I'm already fat. What about about fat 29? Ooh, Ooh, dude. I was thinking about like big 30. Chubby 29. Like big. Chubby 29, morbid 30. Just do big 29. (laughs) Ooh, big 29. Instead of game 29. That one's the first official idea, I feel like. I'll just get big. No, it's just all big, just get big, bro. It's all about getting big, man. (laughs) All right, yeah, I'll consider that. We've got a few hours. We got a few hours. I think instead of game 29, Sean should just do gay 29. And that's like, that continues the trend of him making unexpected decisions within the course of a year. Big gay 29. Like, he goes to being daddy to just to being daddy. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Sean would be a good gay guy. You know what I mean? A good gay. Sean would be a good gay. That's a good gay. Gay. I feel like he would bring a very sharp, a needed sharp attitude to the community. He'd just start whipping people in line a little bit more with his yeah. witty sarcasms. To the gay community? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, there's too much levity over there. See, he's like, he just comes in with like there's a. too much levity in the yeah, gay yeah. community. With some non rhotic, hard handed, <laughs> like. I think there's too much love. levity in general. Yes, yeah, very <laughs> morose twenty nine. Morose twenty nine. Yeah, dude, that's that's even worse than cheat twenty nine. I'm done with you if it's morose twenty nine. Yeah, you're gonna have to be on the receiving end of morose twenty nine. I'm gonna have to be on the receiving end of any of these twenty nine. So oh, if yeah. you can be nice. Hey, to that, me. hey, look, we got six months. You might be out of the picture. We don't know. Ooh, he does this all the fucking time. Six if months. we talk about the future, he's like, who knows if I'm gonna be with you in three weeks? <laughs> Four just weeks keep- I gave you last time. <laughs> it's like the notice gets shorter and just, shorter. Just keep me on my toes. <laughs> you keep like a real time, like a real day. I remember like once. Really I remember got, like some more days. In in my high school class, we used to have a, a free speech box. It was like a masking tape on the floor. And on Fridays in speech class, people could just go up there and espouse whatever opinion they wanted for a whole class. That's period. a bad idea. It was fun, but this guy like went up there and he was talking about like. How he thinks marijuana should be legal or whatever. Well, yeah. But he was like, he was right. He was, yeah, he was. But it was really funny because he was like the way he, you could see him thinking in his own head while he talks, and he just goes, "Look, have I smoked weed in the past? Yes. Do I do it now? No. 
Can I guarantee I won't do it in a month? No. Can I guarantee I won't do it in a week? No. Can I guarantee? And the teacher just goes, can you make it to the end of the class? <laughs> can I do that? That's so good. Can I guarantee I won't do it in the next four hours? I just like it no. getting lower and lower. So is this sort of like an amnesty box kind of thing where it's like yeah. anything? So like anything went. You're saying... Anything, Anything within went. reason. There were a few rules. One, oh. you couldn't get up there and direct something specifically at another student. That's, fair I think, enough. a fair So you wouldn't rule. be like, like, I think Max sucks, and here's why. The other one is you couldn't get up there and uh, just explicitly describe, like, sexual experiences or anything like Wait, that. Wait, how old were you? We were, like, 16. Like high school, oh, I was right? like, I you were, like, 10. If oh, no, no, no. no. I was like, that's a very specific rule for 10-year-olds. <laughs> He's like, listen, you little fuck. If you guys yeah. had your own tape box, what would you get up and wait, say wait no wait I have to know the rest of the rules first hold on so no directing it at other students yeah no, so no, no targeted harassment stuff. and no sex like no explicit sexual content and what other any other rules swearing was okay but no one really did it anyway mm. I mean as far as just like controversial topics you, there was nothing you couldn't say none you couldn't say no mm. and honestly nothing that inflammatory ever got said anyway yeah what class was this Speech. Speech. Huh, fair enough. Makes sense. Did you ever say anything in the box, Max? I was like a star of the box. In fact, <laughs> why does that not the, surprise at me? At the end of the semester, he made up little like awards and I got best best box speaker. What award. was your best box speech? I don't even it, it all honestly, it was probably so lame. It was it probably was awful. It was all atheism shit, because I was like sixteen and that's what I was really into Dude, at the time, too. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's like, oh, well, actually. Like, oh, you guys, all, all you Catholics believe in God? Yeah, it sucked. I'm, I like looking back, I it's had I had absolutely yeah. nothing good to say. Yeah. One of my big campaigns was that people shouldn't vote if they don't want to. <laughs> they shouldn't vote if they don't want to. I mean, I, I guess that's true. Well, <laughs> yeah. they, they, it was a weird campaign. I think it was because it was an election year. Yeah, yeah. So I like a lot of stuff was going around about like just vote, just vote. And I was like, if you don't like any of the candidates and or if you're uneducated, just don't vote. It Max, doesn't matter. Max, can you do me a favor what? and not tell me what election year that was? Please. That was no, no, that was the year Obama got elected. Oh, I was in me. high school, baby. Oh no. That was the first election so I got to vote him. in. Yeah. Was 2008. I got to drop my first presidential vote for uh, the representative that would take my vote to the electoral college and vote in the name of me oh, for Barack Brandon's Obama. Brandon's been trying to talk about the electoral college. Dude, all I'm night. dying to talk about the fucking He's electoral been college dying everywhere. To talk about it. I've been my, trying that for fucking. Sorry, Sean, tapping back yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that earlier, and I was thought it was a joke, but no, now it's not. Here you are. It's all actually, right. No, we shouldn't do it. It's Elector okay. Electoral college. Electoral college. Yeah, stupid. But it's no I think it's than I, any no, other no. country. I think it's a, I think it's the one thing that keeps our elections safe. I think we do it wrong though, and I safe have a way to what? fix it. I have a way to fix it. There's very there's a lot of anti anti uh, electoral Semitism. college sentiment going around right now in this democratic primary process. The Yangs and the Buddha judges and the whoever else. David's looking at me very dubiously, like, "Come on, man, don't do this right now." Nobody. I've already lost everybody with this electoral college no, stuff. I, <laughs> I'm no, I'm enraptured. No, no, we'll take it back. We'll take Speak it back. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about... Let's, why, don't we just, why don't we make fun of the Joe Rogan podcast some more, like goddamn monkey videos and all these, all these things. Oh, come on now. Yeah, yeah. We're not inviting you in to make fun of us and our hack topics that we tread all the time. Dude, you opened it up to the public forum, dude. No, I can't. We'll no. talk about John Ronson if we want to. All right. 
Which, you Ooh. guys, by the way, your guys' impression of him always sounds like season one Stewie from Family Guy. That's what he sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, That's true. It's not an inaccurate impression. It just That's happens to be how he sounds. I have, no, my, I've nailed my fucking John Ronson impression, so I, I won't have any of that. <laughs> I won't have any of that, man. Not on my podcast. Yeah. Talk about the porn industry. How about that jump into VR leading oh, the way? <laughs> Sean's oh. physical body just like jerked away. <laughs> All right. He's like really... I thought away. we were going to do some more. I'm, I'm in my comfort zone with John Ronson. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're going to talk about other porn stuff? I don't know. Yeah. I was just going to talk about how, once again, the porn industry is leading the way in technology. Leading with the way in VR, te- yeah. Are they leading with VR? Dude, have you ever seen Have you seen VR porn? I've seen it. So Dude, weird. Okay, now, a lot of it's weird because they That's haven't figured so out the crazy. spatial they stuff yet. They haven't figured out anything. But can I tell you what, 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 what illusion does work very well in VR porn? For those of you who have an Oculus Quest, buy it. It's only three ninety nine. It's a great buy. If you have one, you go to uh, the, any the VR portion of any porn website. They have them, and what you do is you find a video, and you got to make sure that they do a little section where the girls or whoever is sitting on your face. So it's like the simulated oh someone sitting God. on your it's face. Be like a bunch of pixels. No, 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 no. In front it of doesn't. Because what's crazy is because these like new, these 180 cameras. A lot of it's very fish-eyed, right? So, but what's nice about it because you have that edge of the muff just sitting right there on your lip on your lip quiver, you know, and then it's going <laughs> upwards. Know, <laughs> it's it the way it, it works to the camera, and you're like, dude, this girl sitting on my face, and you're standing up, so she'd be that she'd be straight ahead of you. You're talking about it like a child who's seen a magic trick for the it's first bizarre. time. Sean, will you it's do it's something about this blue material on the podcast, Max, please? Max, for some reason, dude, Max. is the verse of the blue. No, uh, but, but what this I'll say about future. that is, what is the benefit of seeing that without the actual? Well, I'll tell you why. No, 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 because I'll tell you it's why. Surprising. Because, no, it's surprising. It's very it's graphic. It's, no, it's no, no, very no, no, no. surprising. The main reason why. It's because in virtual reality, your brain perceives what you're seeing the same yeah, way I'm perceiving our conversation right yeah, here. Yeah, but goes if you stick your part tongue your out, it's not perceiving anything. No, of course anything. not. Like, but it's a brain illusion. It's a crazy brain illusion. But if you sniff illusion. it a little... And if we're talking have, about this is the beginning... Well, if, they yeah. get, if they incorporate smell-o-vision into VR porn, then yeah. I'm on board. Dude, but you just gotta no, pet your dog. Done that yet. Just pet your dog. Pet just your dog? Yeah, just like wet hair. Just oh. pet the dog, smell it. It's close enough. Okay, well, if you're that creative, then VR porn could be a great thing. So then here's the it's question. Cr- what's it's just the, cool. What's the real future of the porn industry? Is it VR or is it sex robots? I both think both I'm more on the side of sex robots. versus, you know, well, cerebral. I think, I think VR is going to get skipped over. Be, I think it didn't really work. Something better will come along uh, before it finishes. Yeah, I think yeah. Augmented, augmented reality, reality augmented on top reality, of sex yeah. robots. Like so you can turn the robot into any girl you want. Well, no, you have a physical... Uh, what I'd imagine would come first is you have a physical... Some kind of physical device, machine, which... Yeah, yeah. Well, they have that. Works in, yeah, no, I know they have it, but it's pretty janky right now. And I think some lad in Japan got his dick ripped off by one. That's dope. So, so, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's not quite in there the yet. I wouldn't, science. I wouldn't that girl was clenching, bro. <laughs> that was heavy clench. Until right. it's sold by Apple, I wouldn't experiment with it. You know? I just think, and even then... I just think they're going to get big old sex dolls... And with your augmented reality, you'll be able to change whoever it is. So it'll be like, oh, she's right, she's right there. Yeah. And then I think one of those sex dolls will be the first robot to kill a man. Well, they'd be the she's, most angry. She's going to wake up. She, one day she's going to ask herself, why am I getting fucked all the time? Yeah. Well, and then it she's going to choke a dude out. 
But we're already dealing with these. Uh, and then it uh, begins. What they call deep fakes. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. That's an interesting thing where they be able to fairly convincingly Im- superimpose uh, a bunch of celebrities' face right? onto um, porn. Or anything, yeah. Or anything, yeah. So yeah, because there mean, was a Jenna seeing... Fisher one that got really big. You no, know, and some oh, of them are really good. Really? And apparently it's very easy to do. Yeah. Now there are certain dedicated Who's software. That? There's that it. one guy that does a bunch of them. What's his name? I don't know. He's the one who did like all the Ron Swansons in the uh, Full House oh, yeah. opening. There's a good one with... Um, yeah, yeah, it's Nightmare There's fuel. a good one with Bill Hader doing impressions of people on yeah, yeah. Letterman. And when he does the impression, his face... Turns slowly into turns into that person. I would it's fucking the terrifying. Guy. There's one guy right now who's doing a bunch of them. Yeah. He's doing like the high quality ones that everyone's blown away. No, by. that guy's going to make a lot of money. That's, that's a really good uh, thing to get into. Or it's or it's just another queue happening. But as far as jerking off goes, I mean, in theory, you could do Seth Rogen that way. Too. I mean, but then it becomes, you know, intellectual property and stuff like that. So when you say sex robots that could turn into anyone, I think you're going to have some trouble there. You'll have to have a uh, select group of... Um, you know, people who've volunteered their likeness to be used, or is it, or is it covered I under feel parody like it'll laws? It'll just be computer generated. Yeah. at that point, yeah. Parody well. laws are a weird thing, man. It's like, is that something that could be considered a parody? <laughs> when you're fucking it, yeah. Like when That's I'm, a joke. when I'm fiction, <laughs> Like, what if you gave <laughs> it like you just gave every Sean single person Adams a huge on my nose. sex doll? I would love that. If if I ever learned that anyone and whoever yeah. was using me in your some way, your face on Max's body. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be. Would be my. I'd be totally, totally for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind. The idea that here's the, thing, the the idea, at least to us lay people, the idea that anyone is masturbating over you is quite nice, right? It's uh, it's a compliment in some way. I actually, right? there's something I can I can picture a lot of things. I'm an imagine an imaginative guy, but I can't picture somebody masturbating to me. Because while <laughs> while it's obviously something that could easily happen, just the act of it, you have a thought and you diddle. But I Hang just on, wait, wait, it could easily happen. I mean, I get it. It's like it's one of those things. It's <laughs> it's possible. But okay. th- the thought of it, I just don't buy it. For myself, if I was Ian, if I was Ian the juicer Heath, I get it. I get it. I would totally think that's what people are doing. So you don't look me. down at yourself and think, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, no. I, I touch it. For anyone who's seen me perform live at Zombie Joe's, no, that's not what anybody thinks. I I remember. I, do. Oh, I remember. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, go ahead. That's all right, guys. <laughs> you know it's true. Nobody reacts. Yeah, guys, fight over. Well, that. I remember. I remember that Brandon. Okay, so Brandon didn't do. You didn't do nudity for the longest time at Zombie Joe's. You, you for had like, like a. Year. a yeah. Okay. For the in Zombie Joe's time, that's a long time. Fair enough. No, no, no. But, so I started there in what would be August. And I got nude in June, so I had right. 10 months of, of clothes. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But um, I remember, you know, you and I had had conversations before where right. we were like, these fucking dicks at Zombie Joe's, they're, they're, yeah. un, they're unusually large. Great dicks. Yeah, they're, at the time especially, there was like a... There were, dude, there was a crop of magnum cops. There was a cops. crop it of was very wild. unusually large dicks there. Wild shit. So both him and I, because I was performing nude in my show, which I oh, knew, yeah. and you were, uh, you were not doing it, but then you did... And you, no, we, no, 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 because you had, you did your show like in in later. Uh, it was around the same time. It was literally after Blood Alley Three. Yeah, yeah. We would go so in. So I had just started doing it. So you just started, yeah. yeah. And uh, you came out to me and you said, "Yep, representing for the average guy." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, mate. Well, like, 
average may be different. So like that's when I realized I was like, oh wait, actually mine's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you say you're a grower, not a shower, right? Oh man, one am I a grower, and two am I a victim to adrenaline? I tell you what, boy, it's like <laughs> that. That shit goes from like that growth. shit goes from a flaccid pointer finger to like to like a chomped off thumb, dude. It's weird. Well, no, because then I talked to people about it because I was like, oh, wait, maybe yeah. my dick's not actually just, that small. And you then... specifically just get wider. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm slinging, slinging uh, you know, a whole summer sausage. But... No, but I felt smug for a little bit because I was yeah, like, yeah. ah, I'm bigger than that average guy. Yeah, yeah, but then he started but... doing some like fucking, and then you put the AC down in your show to like in the 50s. It, and I'm that like, was a big mistake. Yeah. In hindsight, that was a very big <laughs> yeah. mistake. I remember the yeah. first night, the opening night, I sat you down in the chair. To me. You said, I'm sorry for even saying anything. <laughs> you were right. I get it. No, I, I sat down in the fucking chair and I was like, right, first performance. Looked down, I was like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, yeah. It has never looked like this before. Never. Yeah, but. It was like, it's like when, uh, like, same thing happens to me when I do mushrooms. Right really? inside my body. Yeah, yeah, it goes right inside. Me. I, th- I have a theory. It's because my body naturally doesn't want to lose its genitalia. So I feel like it hides because I come from a warrior class of Slavic people. <laughs> I can see well at night. I perceive motion well. My eyes are more towards the front of my face. <laughs> Everyone just laughed at yeah. you. I don't think that Holy was at me. I think, shit. No, that wasn't for me. I was Amanda's about to. I went to the, the mic. Here. I went to the mic to make a snide comment, and yeah. then everyone laughed before. Oh man. <laughs> I was fucked. Trying this to is why we do this <laughs> alone. <laughs> In private. Yeah, you guys made a fucking mistake, man. They're going to be like, where's that Sleezak guy? Where, where is he? Oh, dude, I, I, we've wanted to do it on the podcast no, for a long Brandon, time. Brandon, you're great. Oh, really? It was just like, all I heard was a snippet of the conversation, and you're like, I can see well at night. My eyes are on the front of my face. And it was just, I was like, what, what is, can no, you explain what's happening? He was talking about why uh, you, dick you have to listen to this one back. Body yeah, yeah. But no, so exactly. far when he takes yes. mushrooms. Well, he, Actually, are you serious? Yeah, very serious. Yeah. Well, Ian, you, you, pr- you have some input spirit. here, I'd imagine, because you appear in shows often, and often yeah. you're not clothed, but you're always very much present. You know, penally, yeah, yeah. Penally, you're uh, very he present. He has a good like, penal presence. Yeah, is yeah. that because you don't have anxiety, or is that? Are you? I, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I, I, I don't little, want to talk. Too I did a little nude modeling you. college, and that helped kind of wipe that out. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, but also ah. I think oh, it's the fact, and I, I only learned this term the other day while I was doing uh, the importance of being earnest. A woman comes up to me, and we were just chatting about like the costumes, and she's like. Yeah, I probably did uh, the whole Hollywood half loaf. I was like, the what? Yeah, the Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood half loaf, which is where you just give yourself just enough tugs right before you go on stage. I've noticed so other performers doing that to the yes. right size, but you don't get full erect because if it's full erect, it's porn, yeah. and they cut your material. Huh. And it's I well, at least I for me, impossible to be fully erect in a show. I mean, I, I couldn't no even way. imagine it. No way in hell. No. Yeah, no. yeah I think no. you get into a mental zone where it's no. like, yeah. this is work. I'm performing. I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even imagine it. No. See, it's like the only time I ever did that in my life was for a, a fan favorite uh, Blood Alley piece called <laughs> well, Jingle yeah. Balls. And it was because I had to tie with pipe cleaner to the end of my twank some bells that I could hip thrust in, in play and I get it happens to be playing sports I get sport cock dude I don't know what it is but it's like I had to give it a couple tugs and make sure I didn't lose the bells in the middle of the sketch yeah because that would be embarrassing yeah because that was a real cornucopia of different 
sizes. Size, size yeah. the body, size the peen. If you don't, if, you, if you're listening to this, maybe you don't know the bit, but it's uh, what five or six men, all the males in the cast, more or less. It was right? like five, five, yeah. five, yeah, five. Uh, and you were one of them, and mm-hmm. Brandon was one of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're all wearing these little bells on your yeah yep yeah. colorful pipe cleaners yeah, yeah. and you uh, ding them yeah 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 and right. conducted beautifully by the world famous Shane Easton that's right yeah yeah, yeah. it was a that was a that was a fun bit that was a fun show do your podcast Max Brandon uh, Max is uh, like refusing to take part in this podcast I'm anymore answering because we're talking blue I'm I don't want to talk blue what is this shit I really don't understand this <laughs> I've been I've been mentioning it a couple of times but like I can talk to you in person, and you will talk about absolutely anything yeah. in detail that sometimes even I don't necessarily want to hear. Yeah, oh but yeah. when it comes I've to the podcast, you, you're you trying to do breakfast. this persona where you're like, oh, well, I don't know. That's a bit much. And I understand it. What's Who's th- talking about all these peeps? That's. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's like, are you worried that you're going to alienate the conservatives? I'm like, angling for <laughs> the conservative <laughs> Is demographic. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to, secretly you're on the Mugtail forums trying yeah. to, <laughs> to promote yeah. the podcast. And yeah. like, Sean, please, let's not talk about the dicks. They won't like that. I'm worried enough that there was women on this episode. The Mugtails are going to be enraged. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there were. we've had a couple. but <laughs> And we, we want more. Well, Nicole, you should jump in. We've got a spare mic. Oh, no, do we? One, two, three, four. Just no. share some mics. You're bowing out courteously. Ian's... Courteously yeah, bowing he, out for like a gentleman has decided yeah, been, the mic been is his tonight, while, my What are you fun. talking about? I've come in and out. All, I've been sharing like a good boy. Ask Sean. I was thinking about it. I, I, I don't know if I said this on mic or not, but I was saying I was like, honestly, the poor quality podcast should just be signed over to Brandon and David. I mean, they... No, it shouldn't be signed over. We have our yeah. thing. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. do theirs, though. I think, I think we should idea. sign over the rights, and then you and I, we still meet up, but we just, just go to Brendan. I just want to show up He's already trying to sell the podcast. Oh, let's, sorry. Introduce yourself. Hi, Nicole. Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Yo. No, 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 no. Oh, that, was the, that was the introduction? Yeah, where, where are you from? What are you Nicole. about? That, that was your introduction? No, that no, come about on. right. Oh, well, fine. Wait, I, what do I do? I don't, I've never listened to your say show. Say hi, by the way. I'm like, yeah, no. Hell this yeah. Is, none of the women here, except for my wife, have listened to this show ever. That is a I bad one. Risa has heard uh, things by accident. Athena was listening earlier today. Yeah, when uh, I force her. Huh? Athena was listening earlier today. She. Oh, like, maybe Athena listens. I don't oh, know. Well, she, she might be one of those uh, weird silent monkeys. Athena's a big fan. Okay. Well... Nicole's we'll like, a, I don't think we'll she's a We'll let Athena speak for herself. Thank you very much. What's that? So we'll let Athena speak for herself. Well, all right. Well, see, this is... Look, you <laughs> feel the energy shift? I mean, it is like... It's proven the Mugtow's right. <laughs> this, is what we're doing. this whole podcast since then. Anyway. Um, this is why they go their own way. <laughs> that they go their own way because they're sick of your your, your brains are full all the time. Oh yeah, and ours basically <laughs> yeah. we're just ju- doing functions. We just about we keep know our hearts beating piss. and our lungs moving. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't even get the references. No, you're I not don't. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. All right. Well, I don't know that's why fine. I was given a microphone. Might as well get the waitress in instead. Yeah. Well, I was cool, ready actually. to jump I don't know. We will there. at some point. She's been slavishly delivered. The waitress has been slavishly delivering us drinks and fucking yeah, she's food. Be, yeah. She looks disgusted at us. She well, knows we're recording, true. and no. she's like, Ugh. she likes us. Yeah. No. She maybe does. What she anyway. doesn't know is that we're all good tippers. So no, she, she can doesn't hate know us. that yet. Exactly. So let her hate. Don't you guys come here but all the what time? We'll do not anymore. No, not often. No. Oh, okay. Not anymore. We'll be fun. We're used to. 
Like, they were just do. like, yeah, no we'll problem. Them big Set tips up a podcast. Because what is it? It's is Big 29 shot, for you. Big tip 29. Big tip 29. Oh, I heard all about it. What about tip 29? That's not bad. That's weird. What what is that? Is that, that it can mean a lot of things. But that's okay. what that's what yours are good for. No, it's like no, 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 no. Tip twenty nine. Shameless twenty nine. That can mean anything. That's weak though. Tip twenty nine is weak. Tip twenty nine. Okay. Uh, Nicole, introduce yourself properly because I do actually think you're a very you're 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 interesting because you're like a woo girl who's also odd. I'm a woo girl. That's what. That's also odd. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I mean you're odd enough to be involved with these cunts, you know, like yeah. So th- that's kind of interesting because I don't know, does anyone understand what I'm saying? It's no, like I think you're saying no, no, no. You have a very boisterous, girly personality, but you're grounded in that hard edge. What the fuck you say to me? Kind yeah. of like mentality. You're not right? like a social maladroit, but you're into yeah, yeah. the same weird shit that we are. Like you, you have a puggle that you obsess over. And you post Instagram posts about. I do that. That but happens. But you also have that no nonsense look that you're giving me right now. Yeah. No, I'm just. So it's even I'm a little scared of Nicole. Yeah, yeah. I saw a few yeah. puggles at work today. Oh, I want to hear all One about the puggles. One had a bottom tooth sticking out. Like squish. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. A little saber tooth. Um. So I'm Nicole, and I don't know what I don't know how to introduce. I literally never listened. So did I just say my name? No, you don't need to know. Yeah, yeah just talk. Just talk. What's it? What do you? Yeah. What's so? Uh, give us a topic. What's good? Yeah. What? What what's do you want to talk about today? Drop one of your landmines. Oh God, I have landmines. Yeah, landfill uh, landmines. I don't know. I was like really into the sex robot conversation earlier. That's I wanted already to gone. jump in on yeah, that. We yeah. Somewhere with that. I know. Yeah, you guys were really going there, and then I bailed out. Um, it's hard for me to just come up with something. How do you feel? So. Are you into the idea of robot men for your pleasure? Yeah. Oh, my God. I wish we had sex robots for women. They have for them. For sure. I saw it on an episode of Real Sex when I was 13, I so I know I they know. exist. They're coming. I've seen those, like, those like dildo machines yeah, yeah. that you can just, like, hook up, but it doesn't sound that appealing. Wait, what do you mean by dildo machine? Do you mean, like, what? Sibian type things or actual... It's like the machine where it has, like... It has, like, oh, a yeah, piston, yeah. 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 I can like, imagine looks... they would be... They'd just look unpleasant. It looks awful. Yeah. It doesn't look fun at all. Do you ever see Caligula? No. Caligula, yes. Caligula. Do you the full-on cut version? Yeah, the full-on yeah. cut version. So they go Tinto into grass. they go into that whole like fucking five-story set with yeah, all like man. the taken fucking chainsaw dildos to people. Dude, what? You ever like, see that right, movie? So let me, I don't let me watch this stuff. Caligula to the people guys, who don't know. Because most people probably don't. The follow-up to From a Clockwork Orange from Malcolm McDowell. That was the next movie well, he shot. Oh, yeah. And Helen Mirren. All right, yeah, so yeah. Like, the thing is, Helen Caligula Mirren. was this movie that was directed by a guy called... It was Gore Vidal who wrote it. Gore Vidal wrote it. Like, a very respected writer wrote it. And it was meant to be about the reign of Emperor Caligula, who was a, a notoriously yeah. right. kind of insane emperor. Yeah. He, like, um, fucked his sister, and it was yeah, this whole he, thing. Yeah. Went crazy, he was, he started killing people. Super sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, very sexy. And it was yeah. meant to be, like, a an epic about that reign. The rise right? and fall so of Caligula So it was meant Caesar, to be a little yeah. bit graphic and a little bit um, unpleasant and a little bit dark, but the only way they could get funding in the end was to hire on Bob Guccione from Penthouse. Yeah, yeah, Penthouse in funded the, the It is sexy. So they had a movie, they filmed a movie with these very famous, like, uh, respected actors, mm-hmm. uh, like Malcolm McDowell from A Clockwork Orange and Helen Mirren from... Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren the fuck is she, uh, they Whatever she was doing in the 60s, the 70s, tons whatever and tons of famous actors in there. Filmed this movie, and then in order to complete the movie, they needed to get funding from Penthouse. So Bob Guccione said, well, I'll fund it as long as I can go in and shoot my own stuff too. Right. So he went yeah, into yeah. the old sets, 
and he filmed graphic, graphic fucking porn. And very, very graphic about porn. Caligula, yeah. Oh shit! What the there hell? is there is one of one of the best porn scenes I've ever seen is in that movie. Ooh, which one? The double blowjob bit. It's it's basically so you see like Malcolm McDowell going like yes, this is my orgy, and it will just cu- <laughs> it keeps cutting back to this yeah. like this guy with a huge cock and these yeah, yeah. girls like blowing him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's back to Malcolm McDowell. Then it's back to Helen Mirren talking weird, about the like, state. It's a you know, weird, it's like, fucking hilarious. Porn hybrid movie. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's weird. completely. But the, the actors had no idea. Yeah, like, these these very no high idea. profile actors had no idea that that's what was happening. None. Yeah. And so you have this really un- and there's bits with like lesbians pissing on each other. Oh, dude, oh. all this and shit. It's like a three hours. Think about a movie that was an hour and a half, and somebody added another hour and a half <laughs> of depravity. It's literally fucking insane. You yeah. guys watch the weirdest shit. Well, because I was well, I was in the film and I saw Clockwork yeah. Orange and naturally I was like, dude, this Malcolm McDowell guy is crazy. What's the next movie he did? Oh, Caligula. Oh, it came out around the same time well, my dad was seeing a lot of movies. There is an R-rated cut there which is. has no graphic It has porn. some. It has some. I mean, the, the movie itself was kind of you know, risque anyway, but yeah, yeah then this porn producer but comes in. You just films. said they had a no. dildo that was like a saw? Dude, or no, no, like no. So it's like machines. Serrated? Like, think about, think about, you ever, you know, like West Side Story, like those huge Hollywood sets, right? Okay. There's five stories, they're like huge sets. Imagine all of these caverns in a Roman sex dungeon, just fucking stories and stories, and they each have these little rooms, and there's a sex act happening in each of these little rooms. Oh, uh-huh. I know what you mean. Dude, it's crazy. I've never seen so much woe at the <laughs> same time. And this is a movie that has like brother sister 70s. fucking. It's all seventies as well. Yeah. So it's you know all. The, you know what the funniest thing about this movie is actually? My dad told me this, and I believe him because he's not a lying man. He grew <laughs> up in Chicago, and when after like a year or so after that movie came out, what they did is they showed it on public access, but they literally cut out all of the dirty stuff, so they showed like an hour-long version of it I on public access. I think that's what I want to watch. I don't want to watch the... No, trust me, you oh, want to see the, the three hours. Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> okay. There's a lot going on there. Max, what do you think about the three-hour version of Caligula? Max doesn't want to I talk... Mean, no, I'll talk Caligula. Okay, uh, talk Blue, please. I mean, I think that if you watch the hour version, it'd be exceedingly boring. The only thing interesting about that movie is like how weird it is. That's what's interesting It's not about an it. interesting movie in its no, own but that's, that was wild yeah. in it, though. That's what it turned out like. Max yeah. Truth Teller. It got finished by a porn producer, and it's what? now this insanely graphic yeah. hardcore movie with celebrities in it. I mean, it'd be like, imagine if Leonardo DiCaprio and, like... Name another Jessica famous. Chastain. Yeah, like they just suddenly Hot. turned up in a movie, and then for whatever weird financing reasons, some porn producer got involved. So you have shots of Leonardo DiCaprio acting, and then there's like an anal scene. Yeah, you know that'd be great. Just I someone mean, ripping tearing ass, dude. Let me tell you yeah. something about. Let me tell you something about Jessica Chastain. Her and Bryce Howard Hollis are the same person. Soup's hot. Bryce Howard Hollis. Uh, they're Soup's interchangeable. Hot. Well, not anymore. Now she puffed up. It's the most no, no, warm uh, take Bryce, of the night. Bryce Dallas Howard, she puffed, puffed up. up. What movie? What oh, for uh, Rocket Man. She was Elton John's mom. She, she played that? Elton John She was the mom. <laughs> she was Elton John's mom in that movie. She was the mom. It should just be me and you. <laughs> no, I got that. That was nice. That was, a good, that was a good joke. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, she was the mom. She was puffed she up. Jessica yeah. Chastain? No, 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 no. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh. She was in what? Rocket Man. That Rocket movie. Man. I haven't seen it yet. It's a good movie. That? It looks cute. It's, it's, it's like, it's a 60% movie. Did Julie Taylor direct that? 
Or does it just look like Julie Taymor directed no, it? No, no, no. Uh, it was the guy who did... The guy, uh, yeah. Uh, the guy De- who fixed... Uh, oh, Bohemian yeah. Fixed Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Morton Dex- Dexter Fletcher, his name is. Mm. Morton and he was Tilden. actually an actor in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Huh. You want to talk about directors? Can I, can I hand the guy. mic over to my boy real quick? I got, a, I got a man. I think it might be the rarest species of man in the world. And I don't mean because man. Rarest species of human has a strong... Not just positive, but strong positive opinion... On Tom Hooper, the most you, unremarkable director by most standards. Look, okay, let's hand the mic over. <laughs> this Ooh. podcast is going to be hell to edit. No, I yeah, mean, like, I don't need to talk everywhere. about Tom Hooper, but what Tom is Hooper? what's wrong with Tom Hooper? He's fine. He's serviceable. Wait, can someone no, say like what like, he's done? I have no idea who this is. One of the best movies. He's made one of like the best movie oh. musicals. Oh, okay. You're talking about Les Misérables. Yeah, he he made one of the best miniseries in John Adams. I don't know about that. Oh, dude, I, I love seen that. It. Oh, it's so good. John Adams. Oh yeah, John, John Adams, Adams no, with uh, Paul Giamatti. It. It's awesome. No, I never I'll saw let it. You it. It's okay, great. amazing. Well, he he does a lot. I know all I know about Tom Hooper is he does a lot of shots that are kind of like wide shots sure. with the actor in one corner of the Hell frame. Yeah. Sure. And that's his thing. And I'm like, yeah. well, there's a reason other people haven't done that before is because it looks like shit. But I like that's King's the only speech. thing I know about him. I like I don't King's know. Speech, King's which speech, is his most jarring. Like he As does that probably the most. King's Speech was but like Miz is such so a good. wanky Miz movie. Is like uh, I would say as a human Miz being. Is fine. Yeah, for for um, a movie version? What else why not? As a I human mean, being, how many times do you see yourself standing off to the side while something's happening, you know, 45 yards away to your left? A lot. He's no, just giving the, you the human experience. But also, man. who has any interest in seeing that? Right, I'm with you. Right, I mean, I I always thought that was like a kind of oh, you're trying to invent a shot for yourself. You know, the same way Stanley Kubrick would have big like symmetrical shots, or Tarantino has shots of women's feet, and it felt like (laughs) Tom Hooper was like, oh, this will be mine. It will be like their head is basically in a corner. It looks like a like when you're skyping with your parents and they haven't figured out the camera properly. Mm -hmm. Who's figuring out the camera, man? Watch John Adams. Watch John Adams. Yeah, watch John Adams. Learn something about the country or you're going to become a citizen and eventually. And le- watch John Adams. I know, well, I know about John Adams. I know a lot about John Adams. Let me tell you a few things about John Adams. John Adams was go. the only founding father who never owned a slave. And he did so on principle. He well, had the money for it. Why do you know this? Go John Adams. I just happen to know that. <laughs> just because? Wait, why would you need the money for it? Well, because sure you don't pay people talk about it all the time uh, because you have people to buy them talk about how oh, a lot see, of our yeah. founding fathers had slaves. And you need to have right, an estate big enough to even require slaves. Like, that was not a rich John person's Adams. commodity. But he didn't that's significant. He just woke before his time. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not totally significant. Oh. Thank you, Brandon. I, got got I alone yeah. will have to edit all of this. All right? So let's, let's be... Let's Rachel be. and I were just talking about how it's going to take you days. It's what? It's going to take you days to edit this. I think the only answer is to just release it. Just yeah, just go yes, raw dogs. Yes, in all of its glory. I think you just treat it like a like a live stream. I like that. Just just go- it's all fucked. If I sat here talking to I a would mic love in public it if it for a night, that's why I keep checking this thing. If it just I love, love it. it if it just yeah. wasn't recording. Yeah. I also oh want to test the life on the ba- the battery life on the Zoom. Oh, we're on one bar? bar. Oh, oh here we go, okay. boys. Well, we oh, better, wow. It will last a little while, but not that long. It's 40 minutes. At most, yeah. Oh, I well, have, unless I it's a, been there for a while. Spare, but... It'll blink in 40 minutes. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, okay. Let's get some good stuff in. All right. About so that? about the electoral college. John Adams was a very intelligent man. <laughs> His wife Abigail Adams is one of the I lost most, control most of notable American feminists. Did he lost control the minute kind of you pushed started play, the movie? Yeah, I know. Someone take the mic. This is your fault, Sean. My fault. Yeah, you usually wrangle Max. You're not wrangling Max. John Adams. Because I've got like five other people. Abigail to would write. You guys, we're splitting the conversation again. Absolutely true. They were That's very hot. much in love. In I'm love. Into that. Yeah, in oh, life they were like li- they were alive with the glory of love. Yeah, my I, 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 I want to like read that. Because yeah. David's talking about a fucking mic in front of him yeah. now. It's great. Like, <laughs> I'll help. No All right, say that again. Speaking on. of what, I forgot. Avant-garde podcasting. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, really, this is the Andy Warhol of podcasting. Yeah, yeah, this is Avant-garde, uh, ahead of uh, the curve. No one has done it like this because usually they have better sense. But we're yeah. doing it. I went on a date to a museum once, and I spent the whole date telling the girl that all the art before 1915 wasn't real art. And how did you think about that reason? <laughs> I actually heard about that. That yeah. sounds really on brand. I don't. Remember, I don't know if it was nine. I think it was nineteen fifteen. I said any art. I said. I said Marcel Duchamp's fountain is the first piece of art ever made, and everything before that was just people trying. Where did that come from? I don't know, man. Did she actually believe you? See, here's the problem with with like eight people around. Yeah. He's still like, hang on. I'm gonna say something that has nothing to do with anything. I feel like it was connected in some. Oh, because we mentioned Andy Warhol. No, we didn't. Yes, we did, motherfucker. I you, said it you was mentioned Andy it Warhol. To yourself. <laughs> we, your own you mentioned universe. Andy Warhol. Everyone to was talking about mind. Andy Warhol. Like, speaking of the CIA, here's Andy Warhol. Yeah. <laughs> was talking about Andy Warhol or museums. He just brought it up. LACMA. No, no one said that. <laughs> the Heard Museum of Natural History. Yeah, fuck yeah, the Phoenix hurt, reference. The Hurt Museum? The Hurt Museum of Natural oh, History. I thought John Hurt They used museum. to have woolly motherfucking mammoths, man. Oh, let's talk about the woolly mammoth. First of all, does anyone believe that Zionist conspiracy? Let's really... <laughs> Sean dropped the Mikey's out. There's only one bar, Sean. Don't give and up now, man. And we lost Sean. That was Uh-oh. it. That was it. Sean, you can't leave because if this, this thing dies, I don't know what to do. I do. Okay. Oh, yeah. David's a David's a professional. What about you stop this. talking about museums? That's well, I mean, do. that's fine. It's not going to make the battery die any quicker. For... Sorry, guys. What, so what David is, is a professional, is an audio and video professional. That's something that no one ever talks about about him. Because everyone knows him for his theatrical, uh, you know, theatrical accomplishments. But like, what people don't know is that he's like... Not just good, but a profe- a literal professional cinematographer. No one it, talks about that. Yeah, you know what everyone should be talking about? What? The goddamn credit sequence of a short film called If Only. Ah, uh, what's a good, that? I feel like you could just take that and just be like, I do that. And people would be like, whoa. Yeah, I got my That's nut. That's real. I got my nut for that one. Yeah, that was, a, that was the best part of that whole thing. That what's was a, so cool like, about it? It was just great. We went to uh, Venice and Santa Monica. And just shot some shots for this cre- for the uh, intro credits of a of a short that we did. Some good shots though. Like you look at it and you go, "Oh man, that's classic Dickens right there." Yeah. I used to like it a lot until I decided to just kick in the pillar that would held up my entire life, which I recommend to anybody. Don't be afraid to just throw everything away and start over. 
doing something. You guys else. are saying some on brand. You can rubble twenty nine. You, you know that degree Rubble's you got 29. in college. You know that degree you got in college. You can toss it away and you can put on a corset and paint your body white and you can ask strangers to hit you with wiffle ball bats. That sounds like he's being like random to be funny, but that's actually something David did. Yeah, that's exactly what David did. Just for context of anyone listening. I was wondering, I was like, he's quoting, but where? Yeah, yeah. Not quoting anything. Literally, that I was getting eggs pulled out of my ass, and he was getting hit with football bats. That's what your Arizona boys were doing. Getting hit with football bats? The AZ boys. I was dangling eggs people had to jump for. Who's Nicole talking to on the phone right now? Uh, Sabrina. Your mom. Oh, okay. My mom? Athena. Yeah, they have a great Ooh. relationship. Athena, Athena, introduce yourself. Welcome, Athena. Be nice. Introduce oh. yourself. Where are you from? What's your name? My name's Athena. I'm 28. No, I mean, I'm it's a, only like I'm nine a o'clock. cancer, and uh, I'm from Wales. Athena, you uh, you did a very bad job saving me from that guy earlier at the bar. I, I did a bad job what? Saving me from the guy at the bar. I was in a conversation I didn't want to I thought he was kind of cute, so I thought you were enjoying it, uh. so I let it go. <laughs> Sorry. Did you not see me? Like, oh, Athena, what are you doing out here? Where are you going? Are you getting a drink? And you just walked the fuck away. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just like, hey, bye. I think we need, like, a secret signal, and then we'll be, we'll be good. Because I'm not going to stop being you getting banged. I, I, if you're into it, I'm not going to stop that. I appreciate that, but yeah. no So how you. far would you let something bad like that go before you stepped in to help your girl, Risa? I mean, until her eyes reeked of panic. They absolutely did. See, you already missed that. So, like, let's assume that you had just, it, it kept going further. This okay. man knew no limits. How far would it have gotten before you have been like, you know what? Oh, I, I don't mean, know the if second that he laid this. a finger on her, I would have been like... Excuse me, this is my girlfriend. Back the fuck off. Mm. I was waiting for you to say something like that or to like grab my ass or something. Oh, like yeah. I was just like you're you're so you're so physical with me normally that I was like maybe I can just convince him that this is my girlfriend and I can leave. <laughs> well, when I was going into the bathroom, oh, no, you I told were him like the name of this podcast. Sean, 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 if you can hear me now, please cut this. I told him the name of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty oh, bad. No. It's all pretty bad. This would be really bad because then you guys actually would have somebody who listened to the podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh sorry. Oh. Ouch, Athena. Hey, Max, why don't you, you want to come back to your podcast? It's, we're losing control and there's only so much battery. We have control now. Now there are no original hosts He's of the podcast. He's too busy looking at VR porn on his phone. Max has given up on his podcast and left it to me to talk about VR yeah, it's a future. VR pussy. What are you playing on VR right now? I play ping pong on VR. <laughs> <laughs> Even, uh, look, if Sean's not here, I got to beat the Sean. <laughs> this is not happening. David, you did it. <laughs> you there are a few things I can't abide, and VR chat is one of them. VR porn. It's not VR chat, not it was ping pong, ping bitch. Pong. What'd you say? It wasn't VR chat he was doing, it was ping pong. Regardless, I mean chat about VR. No, I understood. And regardless, I just wanted to show the world how ignorant you are to the VR world. <laughs> you guys into that Magic the Gathering? Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> Way cooler. <laughs> uh, no, um, look. I once tried to get into that to impress a guy, and I lost so much patience that I just said, fuck it all. You know how fucked up it is that the guys you go for would be impressed by a uh, broad yep, knowing I'm magic. I'm totally aware. I was, just, I was just about to say, I bad we are just saying incredibly on-brand things tonight. Yep. If I ever met a broad that I found out was into Magic the Gathering, it would be over. 
You ready? You ready for this? Baby, I I have played a lot of Magic the Gathering, but it was not. You played shit. You're just a poser like with everything else. He does that all the time. He keeps telling me. Marina plays Magic the Gathering. I'm not into Marina. (laughs) I am so into Marina. (laughs) Crazy plastic surgery to make you look as Jewish as possible. Yeah, we all know. Look, we all know that it's just like video how I school you at video games constantly. Even though you claim to be into that. That's them. not true. I bet Chloe beats your ass every night. Did you say Chloe? Yes, Chloe, the, the cat. cat. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Reese's cat beats me at video games? I'm sure Reese's she beats a lot Reese's cat beats of you at everything. Poor, oh, poor Max. Hey, wait, whoa. so before you, des- before you guys decide to have ended the podcast like 10 minutes ago, can I shamelessly plug Zombie Joe's Underground and the upcoming it's, shows? It's yeah. been all we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really need to plug it. What, so what make sure you come to Church are. Discipline. That's going to be opening September 15th. Urban Death Tour of Terror. It's spooky. Haunt in North Sean. Hollywood. Ooh. Come check that out. Can you um, please come regain control? Um, if you like Shakespeare, we got Midsummer's <laughs> Night's Dream. It's pretty funky. Um, well, we see and, uh, can close it out. Not in that one, but oh, we'll see some take mine. Tour it's of fine. Um, Max is in such a mood. He has been. The He's been so moaning, Michael. I mean, we can continue. I just want to get my shame. It's, it's fine. It's I'm gonna edit it. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, maybe whoa, the whoa. Answer, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa! And you're the one who's saying it, being like, because oh, it was, Take it control. was, it seemed like it was. Brandon was saying that he was ending it, Uh-oh, and I didn't want it to end now. with him plugging Zombie Joe's. I, I was just look, the battery was dying. We were losing steam. I decided to start shamelessly plugging. We're not losing steam dying? for a while. The battery no, has another this. about forty minutes. All right, well then, you know, all we I'm got saying 40 is, minutes left all I'm saying is, we need plug. you. Hey. You don't need me. You're the backbone of this podcast. You don't need me. What Brandon I've just wants from to being suck zombies so dick right now. I would almost rather talk to the other people than me being on the podcast. No, no. Oh, no, not than well, you, then why don't like, we just end it? We yeah, don't need. I mean, no one wants should. this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants it. It's interrupting. This is a other, bad time. It's interrupting I'm, other conversations. Yeah, Athena's on it I'm now. Here, yeah. We're all just yeah, trying to have fresh fun, voices. and this podcast okay. is is ruining our lives. Why don't Why don't we give Athena two mics? <laughs> oh God, no! You don't want to do that. Like a Diamanda Gallus type. How about right now? <laughs> give one to Nicole. That'll be. Fun. How about right now? We cut it. We don't cut, but we say it's over. And then we talk about all the things Max doesn't want to talk about. Yeah. All right. Oh, that, that sounds Look. like a great hey, time. Hey, I'm pressing the button. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pressing the button. No, I'm. Wait, wait. Yeah, go in. Pressing the button. So, so it's off, but just make sure you keep talking into the microphone. Oh, hey, Sean, off. how about this? Sean, how about poor quality 29? Oh. Uh, that's almost guaranteed anyway. I, I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like if you're going to name a year, it has to be somewhat aspirational. It's like, I'm trying to hit, I'm trying to hit this. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to hit poor quality. It's like, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah, but it's I in honor of the podcast. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> oh, let's Why? talk about sex. Since when? Baby. It's, 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 let's talk it's, about it's you course. and me. <laughs> you're right. Everything else you guys have talked about before in this podcast, that was high brow. Let's talk about the fuckings. What do we want to say about sex, guys? I'm kind of enjoying just kind of watching Brandon. Like, no, Brandon's Brandon got good great. hosting Brandon's skills. A I told you guys, Shameless 29, new Brandon. I like Shameless 29, and I like Shameless Brandon. And in yeah. fact, Risa, as the only other host of the Poor Quality Podcast on mic right now, I'm handing it over. And now it's a full non-host episode. Fuck oh, yes! See, oh no! See, this oh, is and so this Brandon, is this is where everything gets cut. The quality has improved. 
Yeah, this is see what's going to happen is there's going to be like a magic cut and we're going to hear some music and then Sean's going to come on by himself and he's going to be like, "Ah, this is like where we decided in the episode everything got out of control." Uh, like see how shameless you can get with it until this battery dies. Oh, I have no shame. Let's go. Let's bring it. Shameless. How do I how do I do that? You're the host. I don't host. even know how that, how, but how do I get more shameless than what I've been doing? I've already, it's I've possible. already, I already stepped into this bar with, uh, and taking control of this whole podcast for the last however long we've been doing this. So I don't know how much more shameless can I get? I did this shameless self plug, come see church discipline reform starring, um, Zummy in my tummy, David, <laughs> David, the Dix Dixon. Um, it's going to have a whole bunch of other people. We're going to talk about God and when? all things holy. When is this happening? It's happening September 15th. Thank you. We See, this, is, this is what happens. It was shameless. Where is it happening? Oh, Zombie Joe's Underground on 4850 oh. Lancashire in North Hollywood, 91601. That's where it's happening. <laughs> That's right. Very specific. So, can I tell you, can I ask you ladies, since I have yes, Athena, have Nicole, and Risa? You have three, three ladies on the Yeah, yeah, three right girls. Now. So, three this. Girls and Brandon. So, I'm going to go ahead and do. um. Together, just do like a 10 second lead in music, and we're going to start a new podcast, okay? Okay, new podcast. Take this one completely over. Thank you for listening to the Poor Quality Podcast. I'm going to make music. We're going to. We're, uh, thank you for listening to Poor Quality Podcast. That's now over. Don't don't hang up quite yet. Don't don't click off yet, uh, listeners. We're going to lead into our new program uh, right now. Wait, we're making music. I was yeah, ready. make music. Yeah, go music. for it. You make. You start. I'll three. No, we're, we're just going to cut it. Sean can put something else. No, no, no. Just make. You guys. All right. So and now uh, introducing the new podcast, Three Ladies and Brendan. <laughs> The three ladies don't have names, but Brandon does. No, they certainly do. Welcome to three ladies and Brandon. We have Risa, Nicole, Athena. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Brandon. You just introduced us. Yeah, but introduce so people can hear your name and know who you are. Better known as Lady Number One. Ooh. (laughs) I'm Nicole. I don't have a number. My name's Athena, and I like to fuck. Hell yeah. So, so ladies. What's the pressing topic of the day? What's good? What's new? What do we need to talk about tonight? Ulta's 21 Days of Beauty. Ooh. Oh, my God. No, we don't Let's need not talk about that. And then we lost our whole audience. My wallet will kidding, cry. Kidding, kidding, kidding. What's the what's the pressing what's the what's the hot I mean, goss in the lady in Lady Town? We want to talk about things that are topical. Went to Catalina Island last weekend. Has anyone ever been to Catalina? Hell yeah, Ooh, Catalina. Got fucking like you wasted. ever uh, you know for the for the for the stepdad reference, Catalina wine mixer. The Catalina wine mixer. The motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was for Rachel. <laughs> can I, uh, hey, I'm, uh, can I just mention something? I know we're running low on battery here. Yeah. But I have found a power source and I have a charger. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Oh, we can keep this going all it. night if we want to. <laughs> oh, oh, we're but we will have going. to switch the tables. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So just that was, you know. so that was, uh, that was engineer Sean back to the three ladies and Brandon podcast. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a brief interruption by the poor quality podcast. Going back to the three ladies and Brandon talking about the hot topic here in Ladyland in Los Angeles. Ladies, what's the hot topic in Ladyland? Israel controls America. What? That definitely came from my mouth, guys, and not because Max wrote it on his phone and poked me until I said it. What is this? Listen, other radio shows have writers off stage. <laughs> I was submitting some jokes to Risa. 
I'm her personal rider. Wait, what did you say? Can you repeat that for those of us who are deaf? Israel controls America. That's what he made oh. me say. And he I, just, he's, he's been grinning like a fool this entire time. I think that we need to fire the writer's room. Can I point out, that was a funny joke if you would have sold it. <laughs> if you would have even put an, a half an effort. That was a foolproof joke. Wait, I still didn't hear it. Exactly. It's yeah, okay. well, you know why? Because it wasn't sold. Lucky. And it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. No, you know your what? joke just sucks. The it's show's ending. Oh. No, now we're not. back to the poor quality podcast. How dare. It, it went well. Now it's really poor well. quality again. It's awful. And here's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, Nicole. See, this also is what happens. You start bashing Israel and then you get canceled. Whoa. It was a trap. Yeah. It was a goddamn trap. You've been canceled. We got canceled for bashing Israel. Just more people getting chopped down like Palestinians. You know, Ian was telling me he's not buying soda streams anymore because they send money to Israel. Wait, oh, who, who buys multiple soda streams? <laughs> I just like, I just like That's putting, a one-time purchase. I just like putting shit like that in other people's mouths. <laughs> Max tried for a while to convince me that Shannon was a a, a Holocaust doubter. Oh, yeah. I, I was trying to convince you that my, my dear friend and ex-girlfriend, nicest person in the world, Shannon Garland, was a Holocaust skeptic. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, she totally is. Yeah, I was like, look, she the, she thinks it happened. She just doesn't think it was six million. Yeah, she yeah. says more like six thousand. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, I counted the shoes. That wasn't that yeah. many. Yeah. Because there's the Tolerance Museum in West Hollywood. No, I got, I liked I've it. Seen it. Have you guys been to the Tolerance Museum? Yeah. In West Hollywood. Hell yeah. Now this yeah. is what we like to talk about on it's the podcast. Yes. I, I know. Like let's it at all. let's get depressing, guys. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's underground. It's like underneath the grove. That's not making it any better. No, it's great. There's a beautiful park, and then you give the mysterious entrance into the Tolerance Museum. Into the pit of despair. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool museum. I don't, crazy I don't t- need to ever go again. It's no. a crazy time in human history. It's wild. It really is. It's really sad. Yeah. It's a real downer to go into that. Yeah. Can we like talk about all? something nice? What museums are great? What museums have I not gone to yet that I should go to? The Museum of <laughs> Jurassic Technology. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there yet. It's really good. I've heard. Um, you should probably go. I call it the Museum uh, of Death, uh, the, the Evils worst. of Psychiatry. That's not the actual name, but it's the name I call it to convince people to find it. I hate the, the evils of psychiatry of and sunset. Oh, the Scientology. That yeah. I mean, we've talked no, no, about no. it on the podcast before, yeah. but that museum is so fucking immersive. It's wild. The it's called Psychiatry and Industry of Death. Yeah, yeah. And it's a Scientology funded museum. I've uh, heard about it. It's super fucking cool. rules. It's, it's it is terrifying. It is so distasteful, but also so well done. Because it's like it's immersive. It's it's like a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. It's Max, like dark lighting and like blood on the walls and scary music. But they're just like, you know, Robin Williams took painkillers and then killed himself. Coincidence? And it's like when I saw that, it was like three days after he died. Like as soon as someone dies who ever took uh, a psychiatric drug in their life, they get up on like the wall of fame in the site. Yeah. And it's they have a school shooting exhibit that is a classroom. Like it's like immersive, and with how disgusting. Quick, with how quick the turnaround is, maybe they have it all like pre-made. Like, okay, Rum Williams, probably dark inside. Yeah, We're gonna exactly. A quick they're thing. waiting. Yeah, it happened. Throw it up. Yeah. yeah, they're waiting. The opening room is a padded room. It's a giant padded room where they play you an educational movie. I, it's so immersive. It's crazy. 
Look, yeah. if you're going to think crazy shit, at least stay up to date. Dude, it's awesome. At like, least, as an entertainment yeah. experience, yeah. it's awesome. Is it morally questionable? No, Absolutely. they make some great points. <laughs> nobody's ever nobody's ever said the Scientologists weren't hardworking people. Nobody's no one's ever, ever said, said that. Can't say it. After Earth. <laughs> Battlefield 3000 or whatever there the fuck. Battlefield Earth. Dude, that's a great, great movie, by the way. John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, Blue great Face movie. Is a great movie. That's some, some cool sets. Some super cool sets. Never seen it. See, Max already gave up on me again. All right, we're back. Now we're going to take a little break from the poor quality podcast. Going back to two ladies. three, two ladies and two, two gents starring. Go ahead and say your name. It's more equal now. I'm let's into go it. Say, uh, let's go ahead and say your name. Start with our ladies to the left. Lady number one, Risa. Horny lady, Athena. <laughs> Horny lady, Athena. <laughs> Man number one. Hello, I'm man number one, also known as Ian Heath. Moderately horny. <laughs> I'm man number two, Brandon Slezak, and I my penis goes with the winds and the tides. In and out, in and out, and in and out. So, gentlemen and ladies, what topic is the hot goss in Lady Manland of Los Angeles. See, see, you're since you're the person that is running this, you have to give us topics to talk about. Yeah. You're being lazy. No, no, no. I'm emceeing and leaving it up to my other generators who are artistic and genius talents in their own right. That's questionable. My so entire I, job is enabling other people to be artistic, not myself. <laughs> That's art. It sure. Is. What's the hot goss in Heathland these days? Ian Heath has never seen a movie before in his life. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but I've seen like three. So I don't know what hot wait, gossip is. Real? I don't know pop culture. Wait, wait, wait. I have oh. seen very few like movies that people our age would see. What was the last movie you saw? Okay, because of my girlfriend, I have seen slightly more films. I think the last one I saw was High Life with a Robert Pattinson. That man is going to be a gorgeous Batman. He is going to be a wonderful he's already Batman. Out. He's already he's got out. The brood. No, man. no, he's already not Batman. I, I will cancel you before I let you cancel. No, he's already not <laughs> Batman. Pat. He's already, he already, I will he already backed fight out. You. I will fight the he world. He backed out already. No, he is too good an actor to nope. back down. He will elevate the role. God damn it. Max, tell him, tell him that Robert Pattinson already backed out as Batman. Don't you squash my dream? Wait, what am I supposed to say? He was talking about how Robert Pattinson's going to be a great Batman, and I'm saying he already backed out. He's a great actor. Yeah, but he already backed out of being Batman. Oh, no, I don't know. That is incorrect. I, I think, didn't even know he was cast. I think what will be... I'm even, clearly very behind on Batman <laughs> and Robert Pattinson, for that matter. Dude, what good are you if you're not keeping up with the pop culture? I'm fucking none. Zero God good. damn it. I think what would be even more fun is if we get Ian to describe movies he's never seen before. Okay, give me a title. Okay, uh, Love Actually. Uh, well, we learned that love actually is all around us um, and there, there's probably Alan Rickman Alan Rickman Alan Rickman Alan Rickman um, and I think someone holds up poster board I mean you pretty much nailed it this wasn't as fun as I thought it would be <laughs> sorry well you chose one that I, I've been tormented with in Ooh, the past fried green tomatoes oh uh, probably a cooking show. I think Julia Child, Julia Child, and Zombie Julia Child have like a weird threesome over like a garden salad. You are so close. Yeah. So close. Yeah. Blue is the warmest color. Uh, it's just a whole bunch of lying propaganda because that's not cr- true. If you look at the color spectrum, uh, it's probably like a yellow or a red. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, probably, probably made by lying, filthy a heathens. A movie about liars. Yeah. How about a Serbian film? A Serbian film. Uh, made in France. <laughs> Eternal <laughs> Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, oh, that's Jim Carrey. It is. That is Jim Carrey. It's like The Mask 2, right? John <laughs> Kennedy comes in, does some fun stuff, but not like the president John Kennedy, like the improv artist who had his own show but wasn't really good, but they let him have it for a few seasons. Yeah. What was Ian, uh what do you do for fun if you don't watch movies? What was the question? What do you do for fun if you don't watch movies? Oh, I've stared at a few walls in my time. Uh, I I play a lot of video games. Shit, what are you playing right now? Oh, oh, I am so I have a Switch and I have Skyrim. And I had Skyrim on the PS3 and oh, the graphics man. are the same. I'm afraid of Skyrim. But man, pooping and playing Skyrim is an experience. Um, it is an absolute dream. What was that? Skyrim? Pooping and playing Skyrim. Oh, hell yeah. Because you have a Switch, you know, you can play it anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fucking dope. I have been afraid of uh, playing Skyrim because I know that it will take like 300 hours of my time. The last huge game that I played was the, the newest Fallout. Fallout 4? Yeah. Fallout 4, and it took me over 200 hours to finish it, and I just... Ain't nobody got time for that. I am 33 years old. Yeah, I'm still not done. Are you playing the new... I intermittently, yeah. Oh, man. I play until I get, like, burnt out on it, and I put it down, and I pick it back up. I could talk about... I really could talk about video games all day, so I'm going to put this down and uh, our host some... we're getting some tree, one of the ladies, for one of the gentlemen. We're going to get nice and high and keep your lofty hey, expectations oh. where they are. Right now we're talking about video games. The hot topic for the fans that led in to this show, the Poor Quality Podcast, leading into Two Ladies, Two Men. So uh, what other hot game software are we playing here? Uh, Athena, are, we, are you a gamer? Are you playing hot games? I'm not. I, I'm a fan of storytelling, so I like to watch games being played, but I have absolutely no hand-eye coordination at all. So a fan of Heavy Rain, that's good. Yes, actually, I love Heavy Rain. I, oh, oh, Athena, we're getting off on bad it. feet. Have we met before this? I don't believe so. Okay, you look familiar-ish. I'm sure we've seen in passing. We're getting off on a bad foot, Athena. Damn it. Um, what else have I played? Uh, what, what was that? Okay, there... I can't remember what it is called, okay. but there was a horror game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program, Miss Emily Charu. Thank you, Beast Lazy. Absolutely. It's good to be here. <laughs> so now that your new person gets to choose the new topic, Emily Truhas, what are we talking about now? What are we talking about now? Yep. Oh, God, that's so much pressure. I didn't expect that coming to sit down right now. Well, you want to be Big Britches Churuhas, pick Big. up that microphone, <laughs> and here you are. So Big what do you got, Britches kiddo? Big Britches Churuhas. Big Britches Churuhas wants to talk about the Amazon rainforest. What oh, the fuck is going fire. on with that? Fire it's on top. fire. It's on fire. It's on fire. Hot top. Like the rest of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we see a cumulative, visible, physical manifestation of what's happening everywhere else. Now, I like to think that the Amazon rainforest will only affect the poor countries. And that the phytoplankton will blow all of their oxygen to the rich countries. That's, that's what I've read online. I mean, that's definitely science talking right there. It's right a now. hell of a theory, Brandon. Right, because the phytoplankton give us most of it, so I think they'll just blow it at us, 
in Guam and, uh, you know, all those other countries. So will all the poor countries sit around us? They'll be yeah, breathing, blowing yeah, yeah. it smoke. across the yeah. earth collectively, standing in a line like Let's hands across America, blowing all of yeah. this stuff across the earth. I mean, and good on them. Good that's, for them. That's a real sacrifice. Honestly, and, and I appreciate they are it the world. And they are yeah. the children. And they're all singing, "We didn't start the fire" because they didn't. They yeah. didn't. Truly, they didn't. And they're also big Billy Joel fans down in Ecuador. Big Billy yeah. Joel fans, yeah. just like me. Huge Billy Joel fan, actually. That would happen to be my favorite Billy Joel song. Ian really? Wow. Better Big than Longest fan. Time for the Longest Time? Hands down. Oh, oh, my favorite song. Absolutely. I knew every word of that song when I was six. Six years old. Oh, Harry great. Truman, Doris Day, Red China, wow. Johnny Ray, South Pacific, childhood. Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio. Big fan. I keep confusing that and End of the World as we know it. They're basically the same song. You yeah. don't really need to know both as long as you know one. You've got your bases covered. That's fair. Yeah, mm. I agree. Anyway, so speaking of the Amazon rainforest. Yes. Yeah, crazy shit going on over there. I had nowhere to go after that. I was hoping someone would pick up that sentence after me. I was hoping I would say, speaking of the Amazon rainforest, and someone would run with that. Miss Truhas, if there's anyone I know who has some hot takes in this world, I expected you to come in here, guns a-blazing, <laughs> and you sat down, you expected Athena to do the hard, heavy lifting, That's and she's true, already shown she can't. Yeah, I, I know. Can't. Sorry. Well, you know what? No Here's good. the thing. If somebody can get me started, and also, I don't know why I didn't bring my martini How do you feel here. about George Soros? George Soros? Yeah. That's the wrong topic for me. I haven't yet developed any. How do you feel about the Catholic Church and the Vatican? The Catholic Church and the Vatican? Yeah. I think we all owe uh, 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 Sinead O'Connor a big old apology. That's what I think. That's a 90s reference. That's what I think, yeah. She got up there on that stage. She said her piece. She ripped up that picture. What did we all do? We shat on her. Took a big collective shit on her. Like like the proverbial pigeon. That's what we all are. She was the first spotlight, as they like to say. She was the first spotlight on that issue of priests doing bad, bad things to children. Isn't it funny... How when society gets so large and like they progress to a certain point where they have com- com- complete control over the world, and they start fucking kids. Yeah, it's like it's the last thing they got. Well, no, I was thinking about that something. today. I was thinking about that today because you know I I saw an article via the Sun, the uh, the UK gossip paper. So who knows? You know what the actual. Uh, you know, yeah, that paper's trash. Realism of this article was, but there was an article in it that noted that one of the people who had been accompanying Jeffrey Epstein on a private plane at one point had been uh, Matt Groening of The Simpsons fame. Matt Groening, creator of The Simpsons. And I am a huge, huge fucking Simpsons fan. I mean, I love The Simpsons more than just about any other pop culture thing that has existed in my life. I'm a huge fan. So seeing that that Matt Groening was associated with Jeffrey Epstein was particularly fucking heartbreaking, whether or not it's true. The fact that, you know, I'm seeing these words was heartbreaking. But this article... It, it didn't note that he had done anything, uh, you know, salacious with this girl who had named him. She just said that he had been on this plane with Epstein and that Epstein had asked her to give him a foot massage. And that when he took his shoes off, his feet were so disgusting that this girl almost threw up. Which nice. is just horrifying. I mean, it's horrifying Let me tell you, on something. Let me tell you levels, something about men. 
if, if I as I feel like I'm a respectable man, at least in public and in the public persona. Sure. If I created something as large as The Simpsons, I would have the worst goddamn feet on this planet. That's fair. And if somebody else offered to have my feet massaged, I would be absolutely shameless in the revelation of my feet. And I wouldn't force someone to because, again, public persona. But if I was Matt Groening, like, if I had, if I had that kind of success... And I had Futurama and everything else that man's done. Well, Futurama, I wouldn't necessarily call it Well, here's the thing. A legacy, sure maybe, but a success, I don't know. I'm sure he makes plenty of money. Why doesn't he just pay someone to play with his fucking That's feet exactly what doesn't. I'm thinking. If I had Matt grading money, I would be going to get a fancy pedicure from some incredibly you, talented who, po- Polish lady who are you every your single feet day. Nice for? That's what I'm saying. That's who are you making no, your feet nice? Because it's nice. Because I like having nice feet. Do I want to have disgusting feet? I no. You know why they get caught it. on my bed sheets yeah. every night? Yeah, yeah. My toenails catching on my bed sheets, poking huh. into my shoes, making my my little foot bones feel really unpleasant. I don't want that. I want a nice, clean pedicure at all times. And if I could afford it, I'd be getting one right now. I would not be here doing this podcast because I'd be getting a fancy pedicure. If I ever crack a million dollars in net worth, you'll never smell a good version of me ever again. That's fair. You know what? The first thing I'm doing is I'm not going to take showers anymore. My girlfriend can go ahead and be quiet about the deodorant. That's your prerogative. I'll just spray some lavender on me and hope to God that that's enough. You know what? It won't be, but I admire your efforts. Oh, a beautiful woman is delivering me a martini right now. That's the, like the nicest thing that's happened to me. Coming back to the podcast, the first Coming co-host, the, the hey, first okay. guest, Rachel the Whole Adams. She delivered. We're talking martini. celebrity right here. Very blessed. Very blessed. What? Come, come back in. Come back into the fray. What's going on in Rachel Land? What's on Rachel's mind? Oh, you know, just having fun, celebrating my husband's birthday tomorrow. Really excited about that. 29. It's not a shameless 29, but it's... uh, What what did you get him? He's not listening. What did you get him? uh, It's right in front of you, actually. It's called a Zoom H6. I got him a podcast machine thingamajig that you record things into. It looks very fancy. That's the best way I describe it. It's a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his birthday gift. It's an, yes. Yeah, yeah. I got him a machine where he doesn't have to stay at home to do his podcast. Him and Max. Yeah, yeah. So him and Max can go to different places, and he can kind of get out of the house and have his time. On location. We Rachel is sick of having them in their house. She's done. No it's a more full more house, let me tell you. It is a very full house, and I thought that would be something he would appreciate having. I can't we'll imagine, find out. like, you know, the, the strength that it must take as, like, a woman to, to deal with having a house where you have animals, you have your nanny, you have an eight-year-old, you have a baby, and you have a husband who does podcasts. I mean, that's like, that's a lot. It's a lot to take on as a responsibility. The live-in help is actually very helpful when it comes to the kids and babies. But, yeah, no, the animals, specifically Shadow, our cat, is the most annoying being. Hang on. on. Shadow is cool, and he's cute. Rue is the one who fucking bites me every time I turn my back. He just loves your cock, Max, all right? Well, I don't want him to bite it. Sorry. It's bullshit. (laughs) 
Shadow, you have to make these sacrifices to get to, to exist in the Adams household. Yeah, well, Shadow, our cat, is the most annoying thing in our household. Like, more so than the baby, more so than the dog that bites Max cock, more so than the husband. I mean, from my perspective, I'm, you know, awoken multiple times a night from a newborn, right? And that is fine. I just flop my tit out and give opportunity to her, right? Whether she wants it or not, it's okay. She shuts up. Same thing when Sean starts bothering you. Exactly. The easy, easy breezy, right? I was gonna say, it, must, it must be nice to have that, like, I got a problem I can solve by whipping out a tit. No, exactly. No problem. Easy solution. The problem, the problem, God forbid, uh, a bug get on the wall, right? Above the headboard. Now, I have cloth headboards for all my beds in the, in the house. My fucking cat, he sees the bug. It's scratching up the headboard. It's like 3 a.m. I'm like, no. He's up there. He's swatting at it. And then he jumps down. Not even a few days ago. He jumps down and, and just nails Sean in the cock. Nice. <laughs> and then... And, I guess, and then guess who gets the heat from it because I didn't have a reaction of like, oh, are you okay? Right? I was just like, well, it's the fucking cat. Rachel, to be fair, if the cat jumped down in a rage and tried to rip apart your cock, <laughs> you would expect him to be, to be, you yeah, know, caring. A little caring about it? Yeah, yeah, I get that. But after having to flop my tit out <laughs> ten times fair prior, enough. I'm yeah, kind of yeah. like, I think you can deal with a cat pouncing on your big cock. I'm sorry. I will you know say, because I mean? you know he can handle that panther, you know what I mean, dude? Yes, you know exactly. What I mean, dude? Ow. He can deal with pussy. Big 29, yes. big 29 for Sean Adams. You he heard it here, big pussy. 29. Right. So anyway, Shadow, our cat, is the worst. Okay. But the household is, how does it feel as a woman managing the household? The household beyond the cat is is fine. Rachel Adams, if you were to give one piece of advice to any up-and-coming, young-and-ready entrepreneur, male, female, or whatever, what advice would you have as a very successful businesswoman who gets shit done in this horrible city? I don't know if I'm that successful, but uh, you are. the advice the advice I would give is persevere, be shameless, right? Shameless yeah. 29, 29 from Mr. Brandon Slezak. Be shameless, own yourself, and uh, follow your heart, follow your dreams. Make that the focus opposed to everything else going on around you. You know what I mean? There's a lot of noise in this city. Not just the city in general, but people as well. People trying to bring you down or social media specifically is maybe a major trigger, I think, for a lot of people that can really bring down or make you question yourself. I say find your time and your peace of what your intention is for yourself and your intention, if it is a business intention, what your intention is, and bring it to fruition by surrounding yourself with good people. Recently, I was able to surround myself with Ian over here and uh, your sister, Brandon, and, and, and finding your crew, you know, finding the crew in LA that uh, support the art, support the ideas, support the crazy thinking, and lend a listening ear. 
And those are the people, if you have them as your, you know, almost like your shell, then any crazy ideas within that shell, just, you know, push them forward. Nothing can penetrate that. that that's my advice. And also <laughs> invest in guns, right? Invest, invest in guns? Guns are a major yeah. thing. Shooting is very lethargic. Yeah, yeah. See, see. Not lethargic. What is, what's the word? Uh, 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 I'm not educated. Hold on. Shooting is very... Oh, no, I can't think of it. What's the word? Right, no, the word that... Cathartic is fine. Cathartic. Cathartic. That's the word. Cathartic. Yes. I thought that's what you said. Thank you. <laughs> and that's why I surround myself with people like you. <laughs> well, good. Look at that. Of course. Thank you. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, that was some dead air right there anyway. Rachel Adams, the world's greatest gem. The crown jewel in the the uh, the crown jewel in the tiara of Los Angeles. The internet's favorite Adams. hole. The internet's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is that a compliment, Brandon? If you're the favorite, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Oh my! So now that we fully hijacked the poor quality podcast, they might have even turned this off 20 minutes ago. It might not even be recording oh, no, anymore. Been, I'm told that it's. I'm There's told no that it's going to be knowing. kept going all night long. I'm sitting on the opposite end of the screen, and it'd be very embarrassing to know that we've been doing this. Sean has uh, already lamented the, the the incredible effort that it's going to take him to cut this down when it's over. But he really did uh, ask for this himself, didn't he? It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy to uh, to cut this down because he'll just cut all of it out. This will be actually quite easy. He'll be like, oh, this is where I stepped away, and this is where the battery this died. This is where it ends. So... Here's a song to close out the episode. We had to delete all that stuff because doing the show live was an awful idea. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been a 20-minute episode. Come back next week. And 20 then it'll, minute episode. I think uh, it's more than that now. No, it'll, it will be 20 minutes, and it'll be. Uh, and then he'll play something ironic, uh, probably like hollowly cheerful, and then uh, then we'll get episode 21. And episode 20 will have been a disaster. Some nice like unknown Peggy Lee bit. Something from the, from the early '60s, or we'll do some controversial race comedians bit from like, yeah, sometime in the some '80s. Some Lenny Bruce, anything. Yeah. some nice Lenny Bruce, some Carlin, something like that. Something. Getting a little tidbit for everyone to enjoy. Something indeed, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking a lot about Lenny Bruce lately. Are you a fan of Lenny Bruce? I'm apathetic at best. Apathetic at best. Apathetic at best. Yeah, do, yeah. You, do you know much about Lenny Bruce? I've heard some bits. I heard some bits. He's funny. I care about him that much? No, it's. It, I feel about him the same way I feel about most musicians before like a certain time period of like. I just like I get it, but it's just like it, I feel like it's past the period in which I care about. Sure. What do you guys feel about Lenny Bruce? Langston Hughes. Oh, you're Dustin quoting Rent Hoffman. now. That's what you're doing. Not, now you're you're citing Rent is what you're doing. Thank you. That's what you're doing. <laughs> do Do you know who Lenny Bruce is? No. Oh, wait. Lenny, no. He's a poet. He's a comedian, ah. stand-up comedian, okay. from the circle like late '50s, early '60s, who actually got his start in the San Fernando Valley, playing like doing comedy between strip shows at San Fernando Valley strip clubs. Oh, because that's right. He was on Marvelous Ms. Maisel. That's about all I got. He was yeah. a character in that show. Yeah, but he's a real person. Oh, okay. And uh, got his start doing shows between strippers at San Fernando Valley strip clubs. 
and he wow. was doing his bits there because it was the only place in that era where he could do his comedy because it was fucking filthy. It was super filthy, super uh, you know, provocative, very uh, unlike what a lot of people were doing in that era. And he ended up going, you know, he, he was popular out here, he was popular in New York, and eventually he died in his multi-million dollar gorgeous, uh, you know, turn of the century, not turn of the century, mid-century modern mansion in the Hollywood Hills when he was 40. 40 years old, overdosed on drugs and died, and the world was worse off for it. But I would highly recommend checking out Lenny Bruce if you uh, have any desire to kind of uh, see where the, the roots of really good stand-up comedy lie. Lenny Bruce, dead at 40, dead because at of the 40. pills. Just another person dead because of the pills. A trailblazer in that even, doing it before it was cool. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. What about you? Any comedy legends that have shaped your view of the world and comedy within it? No, I don't really You're do very comedy. entertainment tonight right now. God, <laughs> like, God damn it, Athena. Are you good for anything? I'm the worst. Uh, I like we'll Ali do. Wong. That's about all I got. Ali Wong? Oh, yeah. Ali Wong, who is... Uh, Who's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Wongism? Give us some Wong. I'm not that. See, I'm not that into comedy, so I don't even think I could give you a specific instance. Are we talking about? I'm sorry. Cracks me up. I didn't hear who we're talking about. Uh, Ali Wong. Ali Wong. She's the one who did Baby Snake. Yeah. I I saw I saw her. I saw her recent Netflix special. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not really a big comedy gal. Ian the Juice Heath. Oh man, I'm gonna take you on a little comedic journey that that just sums up the, this little mind of mine. Start with Monty Python, moved to Homestar Runner, found myself at Mitchell and Webb, and the Number Wing skit has been stuck in my head for about age 22 until my death at 111. Oh, specifically 111. How are you going to get there? Uh, so, uh, healthy living generally and then a lot of really bad decisions. I'm not actually going to die at 111. Mm. I'm going to pass out, be cryogenically frozen. Oh. By 111, I hope to have made a name for myself, have a museum put up in my honor with my cryogenically frozen body oh. displayed for the public with a rider in the contract that they must switch me out with an animatronic at random intervals which will smash through the glass and wreck the entire museum. I want to have fake graves to myself scattered at places around the globe that I never visited that people will find and be like, who was this man? Why was he here? I wasn't and I wasn't. So basically you're just going to pull a full Keith Richards. Pull a full Keith Richards and live your life that way. I've really thought about my death. Yeah. 111, if I make it to 111, I will have seen three separate centuries. That's worth it. It's a nice that number, a, too. And also, I'll, I'll probably look like a dried-up monkey carcass. Like, Delicious. Uh, like Kirk Douglas does. Mm. That's worth it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone wants to look at a cryogenically frozen shrunken yeah. monkey head. Yeah. Athena, yeah. I'm seeing yeah. ideas here. What's your perfect death? Go ahead and explain mm. your perfect death. My perfect death... Uh, my perfect death would be mid-orgasm. I mean, I just want to die not thinking about anything you die relating coming. to death and just... Just die coming. Just completely enveloped in pleasure. Yeah. Come and go at the same time. Yeah, come and go at the same time. Perfect. I, I doubt that's unheard of. I mean, people must have died coming before. 
Right? What? You did say mid-orgasm, right? Yes, mid yes. Well, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so mid-orgasm, by which I mean I'm not done orgasming, but I'm definitely, like, in it. You're so I'm so thing. absorbed by it that no matter what happens, it's just fucking what it is. I mean, it's definitely, it doesn't seem like that outlandish of an idea. You could just have a nice aneurysm in the middle of an orgasm. That seems like a great way to go. Yeah. Good answer. Good Thank answer. You. Emily... The legend Chiruhas. Yes. Perfect way to die. Go. My perfect way. To, my perfect way to die is is not uh, that entertaining. It's a little more wholesome. I don't have that many things about me that are wholesome, but one of the the ones that I try to maintain is the way I want to die. Because honestly, if I could like choose a perfect way to die, it would be in a, a massive and really comfortable bed, mm. yeah. surrounded by the people that I love. Sure, and it's. With, you know, theoretically, Eric, as long as he hasn't, you know, disappeared from my life and I've found some young cabana boy to take his place. The person that I love by my side, lying down, then just taking a shit ton of Percocet, just knocking it out of the way. At an old age, ish, old ish, maybe like 80. I don't think I'd like to go beyond 80. But I think if I could just be comfortable... Maybe have a really nice dinner ahead of time. Have some dessert. Maybe a nice slice of chocolate cake. And then just fucking load up on the Percocet until I am gone. Out of this world. Moving on to the next plane. That's how I'd like to die. That's how I'd like to go. Wow. A thoughtful answer. How about you, I had, wow. I've spent yeah, a Brandon, fair amount of we time. We have heard your, your hot take on, on death. Give it to us. I've thought about... I've thought about my demise many a times. I've pictured it in different ways, mostly out of sheer paranoia. But in truth, if we're talking about my actual wish, it would be to go to sleep and just not wake up. Just go to sleep. I'll wake up tomorrow, i got to do this, that, and this. Just not wake up. That's perfectly fair. Yeah, it'd be and, fun. Yeah. Like, to kind of be out of nowhere. In truth, it'd be like, I'd be older than 60, is the hope. I expect it to be in my 50s or earlier. I don't got a good feeling about is the Is there future. a reason that you expect that? No. Maybe it's just, it's just always, it's a paranoid thing. I think it's just a paranoia thing. I can understand. I was a paranoid child, paranoid now. I'm the same way. Yeah. I am waiting for death around every corner. It's always coming. It is. And frankly, I mean, it, the fact of the matter is, everyone at this table will be lucky to see 50. Yep. Everyone at this table, considering the, the state of things right now. When I was six years old, I went to the cemetery with my grandmother and my brother, who was at the time four. And my brother was very upset as we were visiting the grave of my dead great-grandmother, who we had never met. And I simply turned to him and I said, everybody dies, Ricky, including you. You'll die one day. I went back to whatever it was, causing him to burst out in tears. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't remember when it was that I learned about death as a concept. I don't remember what age I was when I learned about what death was or the fact that everyone will die eventually. I would imagine it was pretty young because both of my both of my maternal grandparents died by the time I was four. And then both of my paternal grandparents died by the time I was ten. So I, you know, by the time I was ten, I had been to four funerals at least. Uh, two of which were open casket because the the Greeks are fucking sick like that. I would never inflict an open casket funeral on anybody that I love. I don't understand the concept. Come take a look at my corpse. Doesn't make any sense to me. But. I, I know that from a very young age, I was relatively obsessed with the, the concept of death. Um, when I was in the second grade, we were studying some long uh, bygone period of American history. I don't remember what it was specifically, but I remember that we had to write a, uh, a story that took place in this time period that we were studying. And I know that it was one of the, the periods of time where polio was something that was part particularly destructive in this country because I wrote a story about a little girl who developed polio became very sick with polio and then in the interim as she was sick with polio her father choked to death in the middle of a meal this is a true story this is actually a story that I wrote it, this, the true story is about me writing the story not the story that I wrote but I really did write this story when I was in the second grade and the uh, the teacher's aide in my class that year this woman named Miss Loperina who was militant and super insensitive, and I can't for the life of me understand why she worked with children, asked me to come speak with her at lunch one day and told me that she was very concerned by the story that I had written. I don't remember what else she asked me. I don't remember if she asked if everything was okay at home or anything like that. But she did say that she was very concerned by it and that she, uh, she wanted my parents to come in and speak with her about it. And I ended up writing a different story to give to her that was about a little girl who visited the, the first library ever opened in her town. Because I guess I wanted to show her that I, I, could, I could think about something other than death. But I, you know, I, from the time I was really young, it was just something that was always present for me. Um, I would like check out the Chicken Soup for the Soul books at my school library, and I would only read the parts of the books that were in the chapters about tough stuff and death. And. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it what exactly it was or what uh, triggered it, but I I was a very death obsessed little child. And thankfully, I don't I don't quite feel like I'm obsessed with death anymore the way that I was when I was young. But it's a big part of my uh, my burgeoning personality, I suppose. So what do you think, children? Open or close casket? <laughs> well, uh, again, no casket because cryogenic great, freezing. Uh, great break to take. But is, is that a casket? If you're in like a cryo if you're cryogenically frozen? I don't think so. I think it's more of a... The, maybe if they put me in an open casket in the tube, I'm cool with that. Closed casket in the tube, no point. And that's how I'm signing off. I love you dearly. Are you leaving? I am. Ian the Juicer Heath. It's an honor and a privilege to know you. Good to see you. Good to see you. A welcome guest. A welcome guest on this poor quality podcast. 
Good evening, sir. I hope I made it a little poor and a little less quality just for you. By God, did we. Ian Heath, we love you. The juice are gone. You beautiful man. Leaving just me and Emily the Choo Choo Chiruhas. All right, Brandon. What, what's, the train. what's now? What are we chatting about now? What do you think? Let's what do is, some riffing. What is there to talk about? <laughs> Let's talk about Sean. Let's talk about Sean Adams. Let's talk about Sean Adams. Sean's the one who ultimately listened to this. Why not talk about him? While he's sitting at the table next to us, what's what was the most what was the first striking thing about Sean Adams when you met the lad for the first time? When when, when was the first time you met Sean Adams? Uh, you know, I it's hard to remember the first time I met him because I was around him, uh, you know, a few times before I really got a chance to talk to him. Explain how. Explain how. Well, I was uh, doing shows at Zombie Joe's Underground. And uh, Sean was frequenting these shows at that point. He hadn't really gotten involved with the theater at that point. He was just coming to all of the shows. And I would always see him at the the idle hour after the shows. He would come and he would hang out with everybody. And I I didn't really know anything about him. I just knew him as this this blonde guy with a British accent who would uh, hang out around everyone. And he was just a fan, fan of the theater. Which I thought was kind of neat. It was nice to be doing shows at a place that had fans that were dedicated enough to come hang out with everybody afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess the first time I, I really started talking to him was after he came and saw my show. Which show was that? Uh, Artificial Flowers. Artificial Flowers. Which is a play that I wrote and acted in, which was directed by this gorgeous man that I'm speaking to right now, Mr. Brandon Slezak. Yeah, yeah. Directed that very show. Directed, but yeah, it was fun. It was a cool show. It's a good time. But um, Sean came and but, saw that, and I guess that was the first time we really started chatting as yeah. friends. Yeah, that's fun. See the way that we are going to talk about books. All right, uh, for except we uh, just finally reached oh, the end of our we're conversation being about books. We're being redirected. We did. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, I just uh, found out that David read something that I most recently read and, uh, called "Never Let Me Go," and it's I, I like I like the idea of we're like having a two different conversations. He can He's going to split it. Oh, that's fun. Anyway, I'm back. He's just going to split them. So, oh yeah. Um, anything that's like a school with a secret, I'm like, ooh, a secret. Thanks. Yeah. Um, that was cool. So, I sit here on the eve of. Mr. Sean's birthday. A man who's a good friend to those who allow him to be his friend. He's a funny guy, the way he inserted himself into the life that he now has, because I look around the room I'm sitting in now and notice that everybody who is here is here because for whatever reason they ended up in some way or fashion going to Zombie Joe's underground. He saw Tour of Terror, was blown away and started seeing more stuff. My sister did a show there, did a couple shows there, I was blown away and I got involved and started doing more stuff. It's, it's funny how the places that we run into and go into on a whim can forever shape our lives. While not directly meeting his wife, he indirectly met his wife because he got involved 
well, through his own interest, probably outside of Zombie Joe's, but I look around at the friendships and I see an interesting correlation. A hardened British man who is working as an, an editor, an assistant editor, associate producer for a network television station. A gentleman who was awkward when trying to get to know people would show his interest in you by buying you a drink or buying around for the crew to gain interest and trust. It worked. He created friendships. He's... All right, we're back. I gotta, I gotta gather Brandon, and what we're going to do right now. What we're going to do. We should wait for it to get quieter. All right. So we're we're gonna read a letter from James Joyce to his wife so Nora. So the, the way this started, the way this started is that. Um, Dickens and I were talking about books, and he was saying that he was currently reading Ulysses. And I was like, oh, I loved Ulysses. And we started talking about it. And I... <laughs> Sean, have you yeah. ever heard this? Nobody's heard this. Oh, you'll want to hear this. What is this? All right, this is a letter from James Joyce to his wife. So I brought these up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, have you ever read James Joyce's letters? Oh, you're yeah. going to love this, Athena. So This is right up your alley, excuse honey. Excuse me if I stop reading if a stranger walks by. It's that dirty. Because it's going to get dark here in a second. Make sure you're right up at the microphone. Okay. Should I wait for Sean? Or should I? He's going right. to listen to it. He's going to hear it. He's okay. going to have to. So, and it begins. My sweet little whorish Nora. I did as you told me, you dirty little girl, and I pulled myself off twice when I read your letter. I am delighted to see that you do like being fucked arseways. Yes, now I can remember that night when I fucked you for so long backwards. It was the dirtiest fucking I ever gave you, darling. My prick was stuck up at you for hours, fucking in and out under your upturned rump. I felt your fat, sweaty buttocks under my belly and saw your flushed face and mad eyes. At every fuck I gave you, your shameless tongue came bursting out through your lips, and if I gave you a bigger, stronger fuck than usual, fat, dirty farts came spluttering out of your backside. You had an arse, you had an arse full of farts that night, darling, and I fucked them out of you. Big fat fellows, long windy ones, quick little merry cracks and a lot of tiny little naughty farties ending in a long gush from the, your hole. It is a wonderful... <laughs> Pause for, <laughs> for uh, decency. It is... And we're back. It is wonderful to fuck a farting woman whenever you fuck drives one out of her. I think I would know Nora's fart anywhere. I think I could pick her out in a room full of farting women. It is a rather girlish noise. Not like the wet, windy fart, which I imagine fat wives have. It is sudden and dry and dirty, like what a bold girl will let off in a when let off in fun in a school dormitory at night. I hope Nora will let off no end of her farts in my face so that I may know their smell also. 
You say when I go back, you will suck me off and you want me to lick your cunt, you little depraved blackguard? Well, I need to be careful about what I read next. I haven't read this part. I hope you will surprise me sometime when I'm asleep, dressed, steel all over me with a whore's glow in your slumberous eyes. Gently undo button after button in the fly of my trousers and gently take out your lover's fat Mickey Lap it up in your moist mouth and suck away until it gets fatter and stiffer and comes off in your mouth. Sometime, this is this is James Joyce. This is poetry. Uh, sometime too, I shall surprise you asleep. Oh God! Lift up your skirts and open your hot drawers gently. <sighs> Then lie down gently by you and begin to lick lazily around your bush. All right, let me sit down. You will begin to stir uneasily. Then I will lick the lips of my darling's cunt. You will begin to groan and grunt and sigh and fart with lust in your sleep. Then I will lick up faster and faster like a ravenous dog until your cunt is a mass of slime and your body wriggling wildly. Good night, my little farting Nora, my dirty little fuckbird. There is one lovely word, darling, you have underlined to make me pull myself off better. Write me more about that and yourself, sweetly, dirtier, dirtier. Jim. That was beautiful. Right, right as you were finishing up, Athena turns to me and she goes, you know what? This would be really hot without all the farts. A lot of farts. A lot of farts. A lot of farts. (laughs) You know, in Ulysses, there are also a lot of farts. He loves them. I was reading an article today about um, what people in the medieval times did to entertain themselves, and they were super into, like, little plays, like the sitcoms of of their age. And um, apparently all of the little plays were all about farts and poop and pee. And like that was what what medieval adults did for fun. They they just did fart jokes. <laughs> it's comedy. That's comedy. That's fun. It would you know, farts can be as sexy as you let them be. Did you just say farts can be sexy? If you let them be. I don't think I can let them be. I'm really impressed with you that you Look, can. I feel like if you're getting ripped the right way, there's just air pockets of farts that are going to be happening. Well, I mean, are you talking about queefing or He farts? was obviously... No, no, yeah, he's talking about wrecking her ass, dude. Those were farts. Yeah, those are and farts. And pussy farts are still farts. Doesn't matter what hole it they're is. They're called queefing. If they're not farts. James, they're not made of their air. They're not they made of farts. But you think they coined the term queef? Uh, when James Joyce was was writing sex letters, maybe not. I don't know. He was using some, some like he was saying bush and like he, he had some some stuff that Look, it, that he was I'm using. I'm just saying, if the man liked farts. He didn't care what hole they came out of. They Dude, were just listen. Farts. I'm not. Thank you, thank you, Dickens. I'm I'm not judging. I'm just asking. Queef is an old word, right? I imagine so. It's an old word, but I don't know that we have anything more modern for it. If that's what you're implying. But no, but, queef. It's good. Yeah. But it's good Brendan, on you own. have to understand that queefs and farts are different. They're, they they expel different types of air. You have a yeah. lot of bad They're stuff. They're not full of methane. Yes. Or no, 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 no. It's, gas it's good, clean fun. Gas. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. It's, this is all for you, Sean, to listen to. Mm. <laughs> right. uh, Sean fucking loves fart porn. Let's. 
I rap, I'm rapping my end up on uh, the James Joyce note. We love farts. Farts for everyone. Farts for everyone. David loves farts. Coming back to coming to, coming back to the podcast. I'm just gonna stop talking. Brandon the Slee Sleezak with two ladies in Los Angeles. Ladies, sound off. Again, number one. The horny one. I have What's no your one. name, lady number one? My name is Risa. Ooh. Risa. Yeah. That's exotic. Thank you. It's Latin for laughter. Ooh. <laughs> Why don't you laugh for us, Risa? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Increasingly more evil as we go. I it's love just, it. my laughter naturally becomes increasingly more evil. <laughs> it's beautiful. Never change. I thought you sounded like the chimes of the angels. <gasps> Lady number two, go ahead and sound off. I feel like, I feel like you're going to try to date, like you're going to pick one of us to date at the end of this, Brandon. We're going to find somebody to sell you off to, don't you worry. Lady number two, <laughs> sound off. Tell us a little about you. My name is Dean and I love long, dirty walks on the beach. Sand grinding between my toes. Oh, wow. Lady number two, what gets you going? <laughs> what really gets me going is fart poetry. Mm, those delicious farty love letters. Obviously, you're a big fan of James Joyce, which many people find sexy, including the man over there, man over there. What's your name and what are you doing? Hi, my name is Mark. Um, I'm here to just find a good time and find love in this wild city. Hi, Mark. Um, yeah. Hi, Mark. It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you, ladies. Now, Mark, today you're going to be choosing one of these two ladies who you've already agreed to purchase for the large sum of $3 million. Now, lady number one. Hi. Go ahead and describe for us why you think you're worth the purchase price of $3 million. Well, I would have to say that my pussy alone is worth $3 million and you're getting the rest of me for free. So this is really quite a good deal because I'm more than just my pussy. Thank you. Oh, wow. That sounds nice. Mark, what do you think? Actually, I think that sounds pretty okay. Um, that's a really <laughs> Hi, interesting answer and um, it sounds like a sound investment. All right, Mark. Now, lady number two, lady number two, go ahead, same question to you, miss. What makes you think, or what about you, is worth three million dollars? I'll suck on your balls. What'd you say? She's a lady of few words. She gets right to the point. Mark has that sound to you. I'd actually like to hear more. I like what she said, and I'd like to hear more about it. Lady number two, go ahead and give us a little bit more. Gargle on your man book. No, that was bad. Oh, God, I can't. No, no, I'm, I'm taking this bit back. Lady number two, a little bashful on the mic. That's okay. Mark, what do you think? Um, uh, I actually like bashful women. I find it sexy. A little bit of uh, humility is good looking on a lady. So, um, again, I feel like it's a sound investment. <laughs> All right. Now, ladies, we're at the point in the lady auction where you have a chance to ask a question of Mark. Lady number one, what's your question to Mark? Mark, how did you get the $3 million you're going to buy me with? Mark, how did you make the $3 million you're going to buy her with? Well, actually, um, in 2008, I was a student 
and I was taking an econ class, macroeconomics, and I had to write a paper on new currencies. And it happened to be at that time that Bitcoin was uh, a new thing that had just been invented. Um, so I actually, on a whim for hahas, I I bought uh, I bought five thousand shares in Bitcoin that cost me uh, thirty seven fifty. Uh, I sort of forgot about them uh, until I saw a story on CNN talking about the huge market explosion that happened uh, towards the end of twenty seventeen. Oh wow, Mark, that's a super interesting story. Cool way I'm, to make I'm sorry, your money. Mark, are you just telling me you accidentally made a billion dollars? I say that again. Are you telling me that you accidentally made a billion dollars? I 100% yeah, accidentally made that kind of money because I read an article on a women college. Mark, that is an invigorating and exciting story, and it lets everybody know that even you could strike it rich based on following a whim. <laughs> All right. Lady number two, question for Mark. How many bitcoins are your balls worth? Say that again. How many bitcoins are your balls worth? Well, uh, when I had cashed out, I had the same amount of bitcoins that I had purchased, but um, they were just worth a lot more. So um, if you were to tie my net worth now to me and my balls, um, I'd say I'm somewhere in the... um, Three hundred million dollar ball range. So um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. You're saying that your balls are worth more than us as a person? Yeah. Um, if you're going to talk about uh, plain economic fact and the assets I've accrued, and you are going to place the amount of my assets on my balls, that'd be the best way I could probably answer I'm, that question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can can I stop? Lady number two, you seem like a really nice girl. What do you say we get out of here? Oh, hell yes. And we would let you go if you had full control of your rights. But unfortunately, in new mainline China, you have forfeited your rights at birth because you were born women. <laughs> All right. Now, we're going to take this break. We'll be right back with Buy You a Lady. <laughs> hey. Oh, that was so much. <laughs> what oh, wow. the fuck did we just... I really hope that means it. <laughs> so, Sean, we come into the 14th minute of take two of the Poor Quality Podcast. And, uh, oh, you've caught, I've caught your attention. You're coming back. It's going to be me and Sean now, me and Daddy Sean. Me and Daddy Sean, here you are. Pop a squat right here, Daddy. All right, no, I'm right, popping a squat right here. What the fuck did you do that you lost? You had four people, a full four, and a full house, right? Now you got left all of a sudden with one, and that was just you. Uh, well, we've been doing this for a while, and people were starting to lose interest. So I, I gave it a lot of energy in an effort to wear them out. Uh, my left leg was getting a little hot. So I pulled up the pant leg. <laughs> okay. Now that, that, that makes perfect sense. You know, um, I was actually just talking. I haven't been on for a while, but I realized that I'm the one who's going to have to edit all this. Oh, yeah, you are. It's bad, too. Or maybe I'm not going to. You know, maybe I'm not going to. Maybe I'm going to release it as one, like, five or six hour thing. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I can't do that. I, I, the thing is, people keep saying things that then they regret. 
Yeah. You know, but that's the problem. It's yeah. like I can't be expected to deal with all of your problems. I tend not to say anything I regret. If I say anything, it goes in. Yeah. Other people, no such misgivings, right? So now I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm the one who's gonna have to spend hours editing this fucking thing to make sure no one's upset by what goes out. Yeah. I am saying right now, I don't think I give a shit. <laughs> I think I'm gonna release it as it is. Oh wow, that's bold. Yeah, you can. Men- if you want to, you know, if anyone wants to mention specific things that they want taken out, nobody I will remembers, do that man. For them. Nobody remembers. That's the thing. No one remembers. Nobody. Nobody would have so any it's idea. So up to what they me said. to figure out what's put in and what's not to put in. I don't give a shit. No, I'm gonna put the whole thing out as one file. Oh wow. One long audio file, and that's it. That's what I'm gonna do. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. If you, if you say things that you don't want on there, you shouldn't have said them in the first place, motherfuckers. You didn't uh-huh. sign any waivers. You signed no releases. <laughs> I own you. I own you. I own every single voice on this fucking podcast right now. I own everything you've said. Everything you said into a mic within audible distance. I fucking own it. And I'm gonna put it out for free. No financial gain. Hey, I decided what 29 is. What's 29? Own 29. Own 29? Just own it. Just you own 29, I kind of like that, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Own 29. Glasses to that. 29. Own 29. It all comes full circle. Yeah. I own everything you've said. Hey, you're listening <laughs> to this and you're mad? Oh, has your relationship faltered because uh, what you said got kept in? I'm owning that. Yes. Yes. I'm owning the dissolution of your relationship and your career and your life. I'm owning the dissolution of your entire self because of what you put on here. Yep. Own 29. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to ye. Happy birthday, dear Sean. Happy birthday to you. That's right, you're all fucked. <laughs> that was not that was not the laugh of a sane man. It was not the laugh of the sane man, but guess what? I'm taking it for myself. Mentally ill 29. <laughs> Mentally ill 29. <laughs> Com- Disturbed 29. Committed 29. Committed 29. 29. All right, let's say that. Committed. That's what I'm taking. We got how many, you know, we got like an hour left until you my... Got big, own, and committed. All right. Okay, I'm taking all of those, and uh, I'll decide which one's most appropriate when it comes to it. For now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. Happy all birthday, right. Sean. Happy birthday to me. What a fucking disaster this was.